0: you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra
3: mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Oh, my God! Oh, my goodness! You are looking
1: live. Winning cures everything. Now for your hosts, Gary and Chris. Welcome in, Winning Cures
2: Everything, number 253. We got a lot to discuss today, good gracious. The show is brought to you by Tunica, Mississippi, the South's premier sports gambling destination. Find everything about them over at tunicatravel.com. I'm Gary. And I'm Chris. On today's show, we are going to recap NFL Week 12. We're going to give you our top five, bottom five rankings on that. We are going to preview college football, I guess it's called Week 14, I guess Championship weekend? Championship weekend. There's only like 15 games. That's right. So we, we got a lot to discuss on that. We're not even going to talk about all of them because some of them are just makeup up games and crap games. But either way, uh, and we're also going to discuss NFL week number 13, and we're going to give you our gambling picks and previews and et cetera, et cetera. Uh, as always, go over to the website, winningcureseverything.com. You can follow us on Twitter, at Winning Cures. Uh, for those that don't know, you can follow us on our personal Twitters. Uh, I'm at GaryWCE. And I'm at Chris B. Giannini. And you can follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash winning cures everything. Hit that subscribe button on the podcast. Hit subscribe on uh, YouTube. Not Facebook, YouTube. Good gracious. All right, let's jump into this thing.
0: Welcome in. This is the NFL recap, week 13. Well, week 12. Week 12. <laughs> recap, no, recap of 12. 13. Yeah. Man, I'm off to a stellar start. This is brought to you by Tunica, Mississippi, the South's premier gambling destination. We want to thank them for sponsoring the show. I'm going to get right down to it. All right. I'm starting with my Cleveland Browns, who are on... They've got two wins in a row. That is called a winning streak, and I'm very excited about that. (laughs) I could imagine. So, in talking about this game, let's start with the losing team... Jason Lockenfora, Sunday, the day of the game, released a report for CBS that says the Bengals are considering moving Marvin to the management position in the front office, which has been talked about for the last couple of years. That's nothing new. And they're talking about promoting up the newly rehired Hugh Jackson. Is is that insane? The owner. What criteria is there to be the head coach of the Bengals?
2: Uh, the owner has to like you.
0: What does he like about Hugh? Hugh is not a very likable person. I think he's. I think he's oh, really likable. I, I thought that, and as soon as he lost his job in Cleveland, all the guy, players hate that him. guy. Went no, but not just the players. That guy went on a tour talking about throwing everybody under the bus talking about nothing was his fault, no personal accountability. If you were drafted in his time in Cleveland by another team and you became a star, he had you at the top of the board and was fighting like hell to draft you, and nobody would listen to him. And if you were a bust, he didn't want you at all. Like, it's all the stuff that's, like, perfect in hindsight. Yeah. And and I just think you're the most disingenuous person I may have ever watched on TV. It's... It's possible. Like, you, I, I thought you that he can't was somewhat likable in a room and be disingenuous.
2: You just can't be. I thought he was likable on Cowherd um, and whatever other show he went on. On and he Fox. went
0: on first take and all. He went on. Yeah. He, he did the he did the car wash on ESPN. I mean he he went around. He went all around telling his side of all these stories. But every show he went on, his story was
2: different. Yeah, that's that's what's weird. I don't know. It was it, he. He comes across as likable, but I I could see where you're coming from as far as the disingenuous side of it. Um,
0: not a fan. Not I a fan. yeah.
2: I, I mean, I'm not a I'm not a huge fan of his. I could see where owners. He's a politician. Okay, now he's, that he he's, is, he's, he's Mac is. Brown without he's, the success. Yeah, he's he's
0: definitely just a, a liar. That says what he thinks people want to hear, depending on what room he's in. Yeah, that that and, happens. And
2: depending on the person, which the people that he's around are super wealthy, and they want people to kiss their rear ends. The
0: the being, How did you get in? How do you get this much money to own a team, and and be in management, making the amount of money these guys
2: make, and be this dumb? Well, because at one point they weren't dumb, but. They just as, got dumb over time? Well, as you I don't, go I don't know on, if that happens, right? Does no, that happen? It absolutely happens. Yes. Oh, the, man, people that are that are CEOs and whatnot, they are they're in a fishbowl. Like it's it's the truth. And it yeah. like working men like you and I, we would be the same way eventually.
0: You think like I, I, I And I, I like I like to think that I would never be that guy. Oh, look... Listen, I'd like the opportunity to try. Well. I'd like the opportunity to try. Anybody wants to hand me a couple million dollars and a lot of power. I would say that as well. But and if, let me see if I get corrupted or it, become an idiot. Yeah, sure. A couple of million is different. Well, most people consider me an idiot now. That's okay. A, a
2: couple of million dollars is one thing. You can still be smart and be a millionaire. A couple hundred million dollars being an NFL owner. A couple hundred million. A couple billion. Oh, God. At that oh. point, you're talking generational I wealth.
0: Ever, I will tell you this. Okay, if I ever hit the B's, I, yeah, yeah. The, yeah, you get dumb. The the size of the asshole that I am now would just there's, there's no there's no way to measure what that would become. Let me give you some numbers. I got I got a couple of numbers for you. Baker oh, Mayfield's wow. stats the last three games without Huey: seventy four percent completion, nine touchdowns, only one interception, one hundred and twenty nine point five QB rating, and one dead body. Of Hugh Jackson.
2: <laughs> it wasn't just Hugh Jackson, it was Damian Woody, too. Damien Woody too. Damian Woody goes on he, ESPN's he first Damian take
0: Woody. and he tries to compare Baker. He tries to take shots at Baker saying, You transferred. How is that any different than Hugh leaving and taking a job? Well well, first, this is actually something that I like about Baker and and this is not the homerism of, of liking the Browns. I just find this refreshing. There's an athlete out there that's absolutely willing to stand up for himself. When Colin Calherd, before the season started, criticized him, he was like, Hey, I want to go on that guy's show. I want to go on that guy's show and I want to call him out. Yeah. When when Damian Woody and all those guys on on first take were mocking him, he immediately goes to Instagram, boom, blast him out, calls him out, says, Hey, I didn't have a scholarship. Like, like I, I had to find a place to play because my scholarship got pulled. Yeah. And, and, well, his and that,
2: scholarship didn't get pulled. He just never got one. Yeah, he did. We,
0: we, now, okay. He was a walk-on but, yeah, at yeah, Texas He was, he was a walk-on. Then,
2: he did not have a scholarship. And it, because they did not offer him one, he said, all hmm. right, well, um, I was good enough to win the starting job here, and y'all still don't want to give me a scholarship. I'll go somewhere else. I'm going to go to Oklahoma. Yep. And, and I, I understand they got five stars at quarterback there, but,
1: you know, I'm going to go to
2: Oklahoma and see right. if I can – I'll walk on there, and I'll try and earn one there. And – like the ultimate, like believe in yourself. Kind oh, of thing. oh no, he bet on it himself. It was awesome.
0: Well, the the biggest thing is 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 I don't think I don't have a problem with Hugh taking the Bengals job, but but it goes to the disingenuous part of Hugh. Like he talks so much about play for me, play for no. You never play for a coach. You never play for. He Not tried to get Baker to believe in him and and as in believing Hugh not believing himself
2: well but Hugh never believed in him anyway and
0: and it was just one of those things where now you're going to leave and then as soon as the game's over with you want to act like we're BFFs dude we were never BFFs we were never best friends like, you, you never wanted there. me to play yeah you stay over there and and I'm going to do my thing and he's doing his thing
2: oh yeah he's he's he absolutely doing his thing freddie kitchens has a 100% Gotten himself an OC job. Not with Cleveland, it, though. It, well, in the NFL. Yep. Um, or this, or in college, if he wants this to. Is, this I've, I've heard rumors
0: I, of him going to uh, Tennessee. This is what I don't want to see. As much as I love what the Browns are doing, I do not want to see them talk themselves into hiring this coaching staff and say, oh, look how great they're playing. Well, they us just keep they, all the they, guys we got.
2: They beat two bad teams. I agree. Like, I, I don't think they're going to get to that point uh, but I mean, the Haslam's have done. I would like crazy to see them continue
0: before. to win. I would also like to see them make sure they hire a real football guy. Yes.
2: So, anyway, I don't think well, John Dorsey will let them keep Greg Williams.
0: God, I hope not. Well, moving on. The New Orleans Saints are on a roll that I haven't <laughs> seen since the New England Patriots 2007 season. Tell me I'm wrong. That's the undefeated
2: season. Oh yeah, no, where I, I, they wrecked the NFL. Is there any other team that's no nah, man? These guys are. You know, I, I heard an interesting stat. The week other day.
0: week one they laid an egg. Week two they laid an egg, but still came up with a win. Week three they figured it out, and they have not taken yeah. their foot off the gas pedal.
2: I heard an interesting number. So it, ten in a row. Well, ten in a row. But uh, but the number that I heard was. They, um, what was it? They've got fifty-five different personnel sets that that they can use at any point. That does not surprise me. That is an astounding number. Drew Brees is out here throwing to dudes that I've never heard of before. We threw to four different guys, like on Thanksgiving night. Yep, and uh, like threw touchdowns to them. Correct. And what three of them? It was their first, first career first
0: NFL touchdown.
2: Or no, it was two of them. It was their first, and then another one. It was like his second, but the first one was like years ago. It it doesn't matter if you if he you get on the field, the you got a chance to catch
0: touchdowns. He and he's putting the ball in places to where if you're just a capable, competent receiver, it just falls in your hands. Yeah, I Tom, I don't remember Tom or Peyton being this accurate. Throughout this long of a stretch, now I saw games where it looked like Peyton Manning. We, we call them long handoffs, but but I mean he just was just literally putting the ball in their hands at the perfect speed and the perfect touch and everything. But but those were games. Yeah, this you're talking at least seven games straight. I don't know that he's made like an inaccurate throw that wasn't just throwing it away.
2: Now against the Vikings, he didn't look great.
0: Well, like even this game. On a Thursday, I mean, he oh, only he had was... like 200 yards. I mean, he didn't have like a ton well, it's, of yards. That,
2: that's because Mark Ingram well, ran for 115 yards. They're just and... they're just
0: crazy efficient. Yeah,
2: I mean, they he are... doesn't
0: have to put up 300 yards, 400 yards every game. No, but
2: he he's got the highest QBR in the history of the league at this point.
0: No, it's not. It's not close. I, what he's doing is pretty remarkable. Yeah. There's guys that are having career years right now that I think. Man, they should get more credit. You know they, what's they, crazy? They shouldn't get as
2: much credit as Brees. Patrick Mahomes has like a QBR of one seventeen, which would be the highest of all time at this like at this point in the season. Except Drew Brees is like one twenty one no, or he, something. He's just, he's just blowing him away. I mean, it's crazy. Like blowing it's, him away. Yeah, I'm, I'm with Phil, you. Phil Rivers is, is
0: having a career year. Like it's not even seventeen close. years in, and it's sad that it's like. Any other year, he'd be an MVP candidate, but Breeze is like, bye. you still isn't in it my review that
2: Rivers and Eli Manning came in at the same time, and Eli's like this broken down old man,
0: and 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 Rivers is just killing ho- it, killing it, straight killing it. Yep. Uh, I, I mean it's yeah, yeah. That's just different. So we'll move on. There is. We used to do sound effects, Gary, back in the day when we were we were. Pumps. When we were audio
2: only, and we were really str- <laughs>
0: struggling quality wise, sometimes we had we had a little sound effects board. I I really wish we had a bells like a funeral bells sound effects board for when teams are just dead or when a player is just dead and gone because we need bells for Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. I didn't think about that. We 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 need funeral bells. Give me bells. For Aaron Rodgers dead body for the two thousand eighteen season. I think they're I can done. make that happen by next week. They're done. This team is done. And and last night, well, last night, we were recording this Tuesday, Sunday night, they were trying so hard to say, Well, man, you know, maybe the Packers like their schedule gets easier. Maybe they run the table and it come like dude. Come they're on, they're four six and one right now. This team is not great. And here's the problem they got talent. We're not, we're not going to give him the excuse that so they don't have talent. Aaron, Aaron Jones is a very capable, competent running back. Offensive line is not the worst in the league. Plenty of offensive line out there way worse than them. Houston's offensive line is the worst in the league. They, they're not having problems scoring. Aaron Rodgers supposed to be the best quarterback in football. Nope, that's not true. You know, I, I, I don't I don't know how many – and then they want to blame it all on McCarthy. Now, I don't think McCarthy's the best coach in the NFL,
2: but, but he, he damn sure ain't the worst. No, he ain't the worst. Like I think there's just like I think there's chemistry problems, I, I, along with a slew of other things. Right? I, I like think the a defense, person that I, is openly a
0: negative person has has a lot to do with that
2: chemistry problem. Though. Well, and that's that's what I'm that's what I'm getting at. I don't know that getting rid of McCarthy fixes your chemistry problem
0: because because if it
2: puts the negative person in a better mindset. Maybe. All right, but now that, like that that so person, Aaron Rodgers, for those that don't know what we're talking about. Uh, I think Aaron Rodgers is like he has got it in his brain that McCarthy is the problem. Okay, so and, now I, we're and the media might a, have been part of that problem.
0: We're we're gonna end up with a LeBron James situation where they're going to let Aaron make the head coaching hire. Yeah, and you're gonna end up with a guy that's not great, but he makes Aaron happy. But then they still lose, and now Aaron's not gonna be happy. And at some point his contract's gonna end or he's gonna demand a trade or whatever, and now you're stuck with this coach and this contract that you've signed for the coach. It, it's just a bad idea to let superstars control your front office and control your personnel moves.
2: Yeah. So I agree far, with that.
0: Green Bay has not done that. I'm very curious to see are they going to do that?
2: Yeah, I'm I'm curious.
0: I am shocked that every week, every announcer, whoever calls those games. Whoever writes it talks about the end of it, they just make excuse after excuse after excuse for Aaron. They don't do it for anyone else. When Cam Newton has a bad game, oh he's just bad, you know, oh he can't throw the football, he can't do like like you don't make excuses for him. Yeah. Well he's got Riverboat Ron. I mean, who's got a better coach? I'd rather I'd sure rather have Mike McCarthy than than Riverboat Ron as my head coach.
2: I don't know, man. I like Ron Rivera.
0: <laughs> I like him as a defensive guy, but if you're an offensive quarterback that's supposed to be the best in football, you've you got an offensive mind. They were, they were fine always, until always, the
2: last – He hasn't always had North Turner. Well, no, but he's got him this year. <laughs> he was an and MVP were... candidate with Shula, with baby Shula. How crazy is that, right?
0: Mike Shula. Aaron Rodgers has one of the best quarterback coaches to be his head coach and play caller as anybody in the league. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty much Andy Reid, Sean Payton, and him until Sean McVay came around. But for yeah. the last decade?
2: Well, Matt, Mc- Matt Mc- Nagy's come up pretty. But
0: Nagy's new, too. Like, I'm talking and, about for but the he, last. He's from for, the Andy Reid. For Rodgers' entire career. His entire career. He's, he's
2: had a top three quarterbacks coach.
0: He's had He's had one of the top three guys that you would want in the NFL as your head coach if you're a quarterback. And now, all of a sudden, he's not good. Now, yeah. all of a sudden, today, we don't like him.
2: Eh, no, yeah, I'm with you. Bells. Funeral bells funeral for Rodgers. Funeral
0: bells. <laughs> Ding. All right. This, uh, we're going to get to points where I'm just going to make statements or ask questions. The Houston Texans started off 0-3, and, and we were we were chiming bells for, for <laughs> Bill O'Brien. Bill O'Brien, yeah. They're now 8-3. and 3. I'm going to ask the same question that I've asked for the last couple of weeks about this. What the hell is going on here? Like, what, that was, what do we do with
2: this? That was a strange game last night. And
0: before, Marcus
2: Mariota went twenty-two out of twenty-three for three hundred six <laughs> yards, of his two best touchdowns games of the year, like second they highest accuracy points. ever, and and they they only scored seventeen points. Now they gave up like the rushing yardage in that first half. No, granted, one of them was like a ninety-nine yard touchdown yeah, run, and I another know. one was like what seventy-eight. It's, it's a couple of big bust runs. It, I mean, they had like nine rushes for one hundred and sixty-nine yards. <laughs> like, I mean, it was just insane. Um, no, it. I I can't. This is the first game that the Texans have just Like, kicked somebody's butt. Yeah, they just like they just won. Yeah. It, but now all the rest of them have
0: been. Holy Bill O'Brien literally run off field saying, "Holy crap!
2: How that happened? Yeah. Oh my god! How did I win this game?" Now, to be fair, the Texans every single season beat the crap out of the Titans in Houston. Yep, every year. That this is just something that they've done. Like last year, they beat them what fifty-eight to fourteen or something in Houston, and that was like a bad Texans team. Yeah. So I,
0: I, I can't, I can't figure this out. And, uh, so I texted you last night this, and and, and some other guys were a group text with. I I don't know what it is but I watch Mike Vrabel on the sidelines and he's making his notes he's watching he just looks like a leader like I know they're getting blown like they're getting dominated and yeah. they're not looking great defensively they're definitely not looking great and he's a defensive guy but I just feel like he's got this calm about him I was like you know what that guy's he knows what's going on. Like he knows they're going to lose this game, but but they're going to keep fighting. I don't. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm just super biased. I'm I'm kind of all in on Vrabel being a good coach. Oh, I buy now, it's, that. It's real buy that early, and he hasn't shown a lot. But I just I. I feel like he looks like he looks
2: good on the sidelines. What you're trying to say is he carries himself well. He he really does. He does. He does. And I I agree with you on that. I think he will be. I see in him time. and I see Bill. I
0: see Bill O'Brien. I think just looking at these guys, man, I'd, I'd like to play for that guy. That guy, uh, he's a little sketchy. Just a little questionable. This guy, this guy, I'll play for him. Bill O'Brien always looks panicked to me. He looks shocked, running off the field, saying, "Holy crap! How did I win that game?"
2: Holy crap! How yeah, did he, that d- game? he always looks like he—he <laughs> he didn't last night. They kicked the crap out. No, they—they they did. But like, even still, at certain points, he looks uneasy. <laughs> I, like man. all the time. I don't know how. Like they... Vrabel looks like he is in command of the situation. They're getting—they're getting even the
0: when they're getting boat raced. Yeah, yeah, and and he just looked like he knew exactly what was happening. Making the little notes, knows exactly what's going on.
2: Yeah, he's like, all right, we're not going to be good this year, but. 8-0 so,
0: is a big deal in the NFL. That doesn't happen. That does not happen in the NFL.
2: Well, the... So, going from 0-3 to 8-3 has never happened.
0: Well, no, that's never happened. But just winning eight straight, there aren't a lot of teams that have ever done that. I mean, the Saints did it this year. Well, the Saints did it. I mean, obviously, the but Patriots the, have done it multiple Saints, times. Like, you're like, talking about elite-level teams have done this. Exactly. Seasons. Are, do we think they're elite? If the – I'll tell you this. So could, they get a bye? They could, were, could they get a bye week? Yeah, they could absolutely get a bye week. Yeah, They could got a better go record by. than the Steelers. I don't know that the Patriots right now are better than them. They definitely have an
2: easier schedule than the Patriots do for the rest of the season. What are the Pats? Are they 7-3? They're 8-3. Eight eight three? Three. They're 8-3. So, same record, and they beat the Texans.
0: They have the tiebreaker, but it doesn't matter if the te- Texans finish with a better record than them. That tiebreaker doesn't matter.
2: I mean, the Texans do have the easier schedule.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's, this is what's crazy. Yeah, um I mean they could end up with a buy. I I can't figure this out. I don't think that every week I keep thinking oh, they're going to fall on their face and I bet against them and I just keep looking like a fool.
2: Yeah, I don't understand this team. I don't I don't get it. Like we, normally it is elite teams that that run off, eight, run off in eight in a row. This is not that. This is like they were gifted. Like five or six game, straight games,
0: the Cowboys game. The, the, there's there's a couple of more that they they just I don't the remember Red who they the Redskins game. Oh, the Skins game. Like they they just literally the the Broncos game where he, that's the one yeah, where he uh, ran it off like laughing at the other coach. Didn't it? not uh, didn't they beat the Jags? Yeah, but I think they beat the crap out of the Jags.
2: I don't think so. I think it was like another one of those super close maybe, games. Maybe they didn't. Maybe they didn't. So either way, either way, it was well, there was a lot of them that were just kind of like here here you go not you last, can have
0: this one not last night my friend not last so, night so Cowboys game did we say that one yeah we said that yeah. one no they definitely I mean, it's, squeaked that one by.
2: alright makes no sense
0: well we invoked my Patriots so I gotta bring up Tom Tom now has a new record another record <laughs> he is the career leader in total passing now he's pretty good
2: well, that's if you include like postseason
0: Oh, that's only if you include postseason. Why would you not include postseason games? Are you penalized for playing in the postseason? These other
2: quarterbacks
0: are rewarded for not
2: making the postseason. Well no 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 no. Uh, but if you include like Peyton Manning's postseason, then he's still got more, right? No, he doesn't. This is the this is the record. Oh, I thought that. No, Peyton has
0: more regular season. Breeze has more regular season. But if you include all of their yards, which I have no idea why we have a record book that doesn't include the postseason when those yards should count double. Those yards mean more. I agree with you. I just, I was confused. We reward Breeze and Peyton for not making the playoffs as often as Tom, not making it as far as Tom in the playoffs by giving them records for regular season only. Is it all-time passing yards? All-time passing yards. I thought Drew Brees just... That was a regular season record only. Oh, the one that he got was regular season only. Drew Brees has the most regular season record yards. And this is what I don't like. Why do we have two records? One that includes the postseason and one that doesn't. You have yards for a year. You have yards for a career. You have yards not just for the 16 games that you played. And we also need to remember that Tom missed an entire season as well, which is why he's behind those guys in regular um, season. Well, tell me this. Um, Wes Payton missed a season too. So, I didn't
2: see anything about this. Yeah, did uh, the NFL did not like to talk about Tom unless he's doing but, some. But I scannery. mean, did they bring him a uh, a certificate out nope. the same
0: way that they didn't did for the game? No, no. I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to bet everything that the Patriots and Tom both said we're not doing that. Like we're not that's, stopping the game. that's, we're that's not... not how we do things in New England.
2: Yeah, that makes sense. There's,
0: there's absolutely no doubt, and that's not a knock on Breeze or the Saints and how they do things, but that is just not going to fly in New England. They don't, they don't reward regular season or not regular season individual stats at all.
2: Makes sense. Makes sense. What, uh, what you got up next? Cowboys have won three games in a row. <laughs> I, I feel like
0: <laughs> I owe They're the Cowboys an apology. You're not not I mean do they're that. not gonna get it. No, I'm not gonna do that. No, no, I, that would be way too big of me. Um <laughs> They are six and five. They're they're creeping ever so closely to costing me a hard sum of money. Um Yeah. They gotta get to nine to do that. They gotta get they got three more. They're not gonna get one this week. They got New Orleans coming up. Yeah, they out got New Orleans on Thursday. No, nah, they might get it. Then I'll look like a fool, but I doubt it.
2: Um what do you think of the Cowboys? So they got lucky with with when they the, played the skins. That's
0: right. The skins the skins game was was a weird game. They they didn't do great. The uh, Eagles game was a weird
2: game. Well, it's, it, on, on the schedule, it was weird. It was coming off of a loss to the uh, the uh, Titans. That's right. Um, and then the Falcons.
0: Those are the three games. And it the Falcons, Eagles, Falcons, and the Falcons skins. have
2: been dreadful. Yes, Falcons have now lost three straight. So it's not like they're really beating good teams,
0: but I don't know that they play many good teams after the Saints. That's, I mean, that's the caveat. Is is I think they've got the Eagles again. I think they've got the Giants again. I don't know that they have a whole lot left on
2: their schedule that's scary. So they are now three and one with Amari Cooper, and. I'll be damned if Cooper does not look like he was worth a first-round pick right he, now. He's looking really good, and
0: my mockery of that is, is looking a little bad. I will tell you, I don't know that Cooper's a difference. They're finally giving the ball to, to Zeke. Zeke.
2: Yeah, they're feeding Zeke, and, and, it, and it is I, worth And it.
0: I think that's opening the passing game up just immensely. Now, Cooper obviously helps that as well. Having that threat be there um, is, is a big deal. I I I still don't believe in this team. But that that you rolled off three straight. I mean, three straight's a, that's, that's no a joke. pretty 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 good deal. Next, we'll move on. The Bears just don't give a damn who their quarterback is. No. They are going to line up across from you and beat the hell out
2: of you. On the show, you'll be proud of this. I don't know if you actually watched last week's show since you were on uh, vacation. I rewatched.
0: I, I didn't watch it then,
2: but I've watched it. One I uh, I called Eddie Jackson picking off Matt Stafford because <laughs> I, I had a feeling it was going to happen, and sure enough, it, but it's not just Eddie Jackson. No. That entire defense, they have hit in the draft, and I, they, God they've hit in the draft, and they hit with Khalil Mack. Correct so much like i i cannot i cannot overestimate this is the best defense in the league and it's not close and yeah. it's not and i love mac it doesn't even have to be like statistically it's just you you no, know no they're just scary
0: yeah and i and insane. i love mac and and i talk him up more than anybody else but they are good at every level of the defense. They really don't have a lot of weaknesses. Their secondary is good. Their linebacking core is good. Their front seven, their front four. Like, they are scary at all levels. Now, I know the game is still an offensive game. People are still going to score 20 and 30 on them because that's the way the game is. Yeah. But, but man, there ain't a lot of people coming in to drop 40. Nope. And that's become a common thing against everybody else. And, man, their offense is looking
2: pretty good. I mean – Chase Daniels. Now they only scored sixteen offensive, offensive points. points. That's fine, but that's okay when your defense is putting up points. Oh yeah,
0: no, you, well, are you getting turnovers? Even if the defense isn't the one scoring, they're, they're getting you in short range, easy field goals, yeah. or are you know not big drives to, to, to get points um, situations. I I liked them before the season started. Man, this Bears team could be scary. Are are they good enough? to take out a team like the Rams? Are they good enough to take out the Saints in a playoff game?
2: The only thing that scares me is Trubisky in, like, just a real prime time, all the lights are on him situation. I mean, they would think literally the need
0: everything to go right and quite a few things to go wrong for New Orleans to go into New Orleans and win a playoff game, right?
2: Yeah, I mean, you'd need – it. I mean
0: Would they be double-digit be a, underdogs in New Orleans for a playoff game? Probably not. No, no. that's a lot of points. But I mean, I, it I think show. it'd be
2: seven. But I think they could get beat by them. <laughs> I don't think they'd be <laughs> the underdogs Saints, by that. The Saints could beat anybody by that. Um, and so can the Rams. Like if yeah. the Rams are hitting, the Rams are are the most hit or miss team because, like,
0: I I do think this defense would match up better against the Rams than the yes,
2: Saints. Yes, I do agree with that. I don't know that there's a defense in the in the league that can match up with the Saints.
0: No, I don't either. I used to think that about the Rams, too, but they have not looked unbelievable. They're, they're not but they're world, still winning games.
2: Like, yeah, they're still winning games. They got one L, and that's against the Saints. That's it.
0: Yeah. They so,
2: they just do what they got to do to win. That's it. All right,
0: we'll move on. Quickly, we'll roll through the last three. Bells for Jacksonville and Blake Bortles.
2: Boy, that's a... They really didn't do any pre-planning at all for this quarterback situation, did they? Like Cody Kessler is the only other option you got, really? I
0: think that was intentional. I think they didn't want competition for Blake because they wanted him to have confidence when the season started, and they didn't want anybody when, when you've got him. somebody. And I just that's when you've so got strong. somebody
2: that you that needs <laughs> that kind of confidence, then you got a problem. Oh no, no that's not the guy you want. If
0: he's no. that fragile, that's not the guy you want. Like, if you were scared of competition, you've already lost. So, before the season started, Jacksonville was one of those teams that people thought, "Man, last year, I mean, they legitimately could win the Super Bowl, and they were like a hot pick to make the playoffs and win the Super Bowl again." I think we live in a world where we assume if you're good this year, then you're just going to be good next year and the year after that. I, I don't think that's real, and I'm trying to think what team is playing way above their head right now that next year could be three and thirteen because that's what Jacksonville's going to end up being. They're going to be you know four and twelve or five and eleven. Like they're going to be bad, and they they were a lot of people's dark horse to make the Super Bowl or, or at least to make the AFC Championship game again. Like they looked like they had everything going, and they just fell
2: apart. I think the Bears next year could be that could could fall to like five and eleven something like that. I think I think
0: Houston could be that.
2: I think Houston could absolutely do that because think about it. And I think Chargers could do that. Those are the two teams. I mean, these are teams that I like. I mean, Houston haven't. Chargers maybe, but remember, like when when you move to the top of your division, then you got to play a first place schedule the next year. Oh, that's right. Yep. So like the Bears right now are feasting on the Jets and the correct. The, you so know, the, Bears,
0: the Bears and Houston will have to play,
2: yeah, different schedules. Yeah, because I, Houston I was see, four and twelve last I mean, year because of all the injuries. They got right. to play the easy schedule this year.
0: We, we just assume that it's going to be linear. We just assume that it's going to. If you won this year, you should be a good team next year. And more times than not, I mean, half the playoff rosters always change over. But it's not just half the playoff rosters. How many teams make the Super Bowl are are you know a really really elite level good in the next year i mean the eagles
2: look at the eagles yeah and they actually I mean, won it last year normally the it's the team that lost the super I bowl i don't
0: think they're going to finish with a 500 record i think they're going to be below 500
2: i think it's entirely possible they look really bad
0: no, they're just not good i mean they won against the giants sunday they don't look good no they i mean like, they, thank god you're playing the giants
2: yeah they they should have they should have lost that game
0: yeah i mean so it's just it's just anyway We'll move on. But I just think it's kind of incredible that these teams we think before the season start. oh, man, they have a chance to be pretty good. They weren't. And what they did last year is just complete fraudulent. Yeah. So, last thing, Big Ben still has road game woes. Yeah. Thankfully, two weeks ago, he played Jacksonville, which is the only reason he didn't lose that road game. And (laughs) the other caveat is that is Russell Wilson is Really, really good at football. Still, um, I was way wrong. Was it the Ringer on, on that all offense,
2: or maybe Sports Illustrated, or something. there was whatever it was. There was an article discussing like in the NFL, if you've got a great quarterback and a great head coach. Like the rest
0: of this stuff will get figured out. You can you can sometimes just figure it out. Their offensive you, line was yeah. supposed to be one of the worst in the league. They are running in their in their running back situation. All those guys were hurt, and nobody knew if any of them were good. And now, like it doesn't matter who's running the ball, they're they're running the ball down people's throat. And a lot of that's because you're afraid of Russell. Oh yeah, it they're just really impressive to watch. They were mediocre at the beginning of the season. They are not. They're a playoff team. That on Wild Card Sunday, you don't want to line up against them.
2: No, you don't. That's so. That was one of my gambling picks last week, and it went against everything that yep. you are supposed to gamble on. West
3: Coast
0: going East yeah. noon game. Yeah, no. I mean, like all that, all of the statistics say.
2: Well, and it's you take you know, the Panthers. Seattle is uh, number one in in rushing offense. Well, the Panthers are number three, but the Panthers also had the number eight rushing defense. Correct, like everything kind of lined up statistically for this to be a Panthers game.
0: Yeah, Yep. No, and and I'm with
2: you, you could just feel it after the Green Bay win. Like, man, I feel like they got a shot to win the game, and I am catching them at three and a half. I, I know they lost both their games to the Rams.
0: They played them really close. I, I would, if I was the Rams, I would not want to play them a third time. No, I agree with that. I I would not want to play them a third time. There's a chance they're going to, because I think whoever they play in the wild card weekend, I I think they got a chance to upset whoever that team is. Whether that's the Bears, maybe the Rams. If the Rams somehow lose, which I don't think they're going to lose their their position for a bye week, but but,
2: you know, who else? uh, What's the? Oh, it'd be the NFC East East team. It'd be
0: the Cowboys or. The skins or the eagles, one of those teams is going to win. Right now, the yeah. cowboys actually look good, so we should just assume it's going to be them. But that could be different in three weeks. Boy,
2: don't you know cowboys fans would hate to see that? Oh, they it, don't, oh, see no, they, they don't the want to see Seattle in the playoffs again.
0: No, they don't want to see Seattle. No, like, Seattle <laughs> coming to Dallas. Oh, they're, they're,
2: not not after the way the last couple of times have gone. Like, yeah. no, they're they're out on that. I
0: mean, Russell Wilson is he's just playing out of his mind.
2: Yeah, he's another guy
0: that. If Drew Brees and Patrick Mahomes aren't doing what they're doing, like we're looking at him saying, man, look at this season he's putting up. Yeah. Anyway, that's a recap.
2: That works. Go visit tunicatravel.com, minicureseverything.com. Follow us on social media. Hit that subscribe button if you're watching on YouTube. The Winning Cures Everything NFL Week 12 Top 5 Bottom 5 Rankings is brought to you by Tunica, Mississippi. South premier sports gambling destination. They got six incredible sports books down there. Go check them out. Tunicatravel.com is the place to get you information. Go over to winningcureseverything.com while you're at it. Uh, If you're on YouTube, hit subscribe for us. Help us out. Support your boys a little bit. Let's jump into this thing. We're going to start with number 32 through 28, and then we will go 1 through 5. Let's start at 32. You want to kickstart us? Got the Raiders. All right, so... Firmly
0: supplanted in this spot. And I don't know if there's anything they can do other than win out.
2: Well, I mean, they beat the cards a couple of weeks ago. So, I, I moved the Raiders away from this. And I'm going to tell you why. We, we, we've we gone through this so much. I know. We keep going back. But it's because this is a week-to-week thing on here. Like the, These bottom teams are all just kind of trash.
0: I, I'm not disagreeing with that, but one... It's just more trash than the rest.
2: This week, I've got the 49ers at 32. You cannot go to Tampa Bay and get beat 27-9 to 9 by that team. Hang on. We didn't talk about
0: this in the recap because there's no reason to talk about a Tampa Bay 49ers game, especially when we cover so many other things. I was... Dead wrong on the fact that they were never going to play Winston again.
2: Oh, no. Everybody was dead wrong Why
0: why are they doing that? If he gets hurt, you owe him a metric crap ton of money. That's that's a legitimate
2: financial term right there. I I can't answer the question. I have no idea why they're doing it. I would have
0: him wrapped in bubble wrap strapped to the sidelines.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I agree. But even still... 49 Niners are bad. They're my 49ers, they're my thirty one team. Forty nine is gonna go and lose to freaking
0: Jameis and get blown out. They're, they're my they're my thirty look, that's a that's a ooh. West Coast team going east for new. Noon noon Even game. Still, now, just this Bucks defense, you can only I, put up okay, nine I points. I get it. I get it. Like, my boy Nick Mullins didn't have a good day. Bad day to beat be
2: Nick Mullins. Yeah, you got that right. Uh thirty one for me is the Cardinals. Oh my goodness. What okay. what am I supposed, I got the Raiders at thirty. Okay. Now, those three are basically
0: equal. It may be they're, completely flip flop next week. They're they're not equal. They're not. The Raiders
2: just beat the Cardinals. Okay. What do you want me to they say? Didn't, they didn't beat them this week. No, and and so they didn't just the Raiders beat them. put up somewhat of a fight against Baltimore. Mm, I, no, now they didn't no. cover for me. I thought they were going to cover. Okay. Uh, because I don't trust Lamar Jackson. But Lamar's looking all right. You know, he's all right. I guess. But the Cardinals, at 31, uh, lost 45-10 to 10 to the Chargers. Chargers uh, are a really good football team. They were up 10-7. to 7. Uh, They were real, up 10 nothing. at up one 10 point. They Yeah. The the
0: Chargers are a really good football team. Yeah, no, I, I'm with getting, you on that. Getting blown out by the Chargers is not anything that you should be ashamed of if you're a Cardinals fan. No. That's a real good team. Raiders, I, got the, I got the Cardinals 30. We, we are in agreement with the bottom three. There I'm going to
2: guarantee you we're in agreement on the uh, the two. You think? Other than that, I, okay. Because I got two, I
0: got two new new people to the party.
2: Well, so now the Jets I've had in my party for a while. Okay, that's 29 for me. That's right. They're they're my 29. That's that's a bad football team. That is a really bad team. I still think they're probably better than the Raiders, Cardinals, and 49ers. We might not have the 28 the same. I
0: have the Jacksonville Jaguars.
2: You got the
3: Jags at
0: 28? I got the Jags. Oh, look at there.
2: Look, when you're losing as many games in a row as they are, and they're losing them loud, too, man. I mean, they're still, like, real
0: chesty and talking. No, like, what are yeah. you doing? It's, it, it, that's, it's a
2: bad football like, team. I, like,
0: like, there's a part of me that wants to feel bad for you. No. And then you just no, get no, 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 chesty no, no, no. and loud, and I'm just like, no, just so beat them again. Yeah. Kick
2: them again. So I don't know if I enjoy seeing them get blown out more or seeing them lose like oh, last heart, second game. Oh, heartbreakers. I kind of enjoy well, the heartbreakers. You're not getting blown out by the Bills, okay? I mean, they're... uh tell that to uh to the Jets. Oh, yeah, they got blown out. Right <laughs> I have, I believe I have that. Hey, I'll tell you this. Uh so the Bills put up 24 and only won by 3 against the Jags. You think they're maybe thinking they should have kept uh what was it? Matt Barkley? Oh, no. That, I they, think, they should have
0: kept playing him? I think Matt Barkley should be their quarterback. Like I, I, think, let, I think
2: Josh Allen is not as good as, let as Matt Barkley. Al-
0: well, just let Josh Allen get healthy. I don't know that he's 100%. I actually think Josh Allen made it his life's goal to be healthy for this Jacks game with all the yang that they were talking.
2: Yeah, that Jalen Ramsey was, yep. was spewing. He was
0: running that mouth, and he was just like, I am I don't care if my elbow don't work. I'm playing I'm this playing game. I'm playing in
2: this game, and I'm going to throw touchdowns on him.
0: And I'm going to run touchdowns on them. And I'm and I'm going to beat them up. And he did.
2: Yeah, he sure did. All right, we're moving to uh, the top
0: five. Top five. I got, I got some new people to the party. Now, the top three are just the staple. They're not leaving. Top three.
2: Saints. Rams. Rams Chiefs. Chiefs. Okay, that's exactly what I got. Now, number four. Four, I got the Chargers. I put your Patriots back in.
0: Okay, we we flipped uh, the flipped the script.
2: Yeah, we we flipped it up Be- just a little bit. I put
0: the Patriots back in, beating the Jets. I, I, this Patriots team scares me. They are still flawed. Beating up on the Jets doesn't do anything for me. Now the Chargers beating up on the Cardinals shouldn't do anything, but they've just they've been on this run. They look, they just look way more together. Yeah. Now they're about to be tested. By the way, they got another game against the Chiefs, and they got a game with the Steelers. And Melvin Gordon is hurt, best player on the team. Yep. So it's going to be a little tough. Excuse me, but I. I but right this, now, this week, right now, from what I have seen, the the Patriots still look for God. They scare me.
2: I, well, yeah. I mean, absolutely, they do. But uh, I mean, I think. Look, the Steelers. I thought about keeping them in, but. Because they they always lose in Denver. You, like it, you it almost is a, get
0: beat by the Jags. That's a yeah. that's a moral victory loss right there. Yeah, a moral defeat. Let's call that. And then you and then you get you get beat by this Denver team. And and really, you should have won. You let Case Keenum have the game of his life. Did he not look like John Elway back there without the running?
2: No, he did not look like oh, John he Elway. Back re- there. I thought. Get I watched I minutes. watched
0: that game and I thought. This no. might be the best game Case Keenum has ever played.
2: It might be the best the, game he's ever played, the, but he didn't look like no John the, Elway.
0: The balls that he threw were crisp. They were precise. They yeah, were in time. How
2: many times have you that? watched Denver no, this year?
0: No, a lot. He hasn't looked this good at all. I watched him a lot last year with the Vikings. He didn't look this good. Well, I saw he, a lot of still. Adam Thielen making him look good and Stephon Diggs making him look good. Yeah, He was hitting guys in stride. With precision, accuracy, he has never done this before. He protected the ball, didn't turn the ball over a lot. Like this is the most non-case Kingdom game I've ever seen, and yet the Steelers
2: still probably well, should have run. Or well, won yeah, this is
0: because the Steelers are a really good football team. Well, agreed, agreed. But but so, thankfully, Big Ben does what Big Ben does, and he gives the ball yep, away.
2: Gives the ball away. Um. They're so like, yeah. So the Steelers like minus nine. Steelers out of my. Well, part of that's the first game of the year. Six. Well, they were they were minus five in that game. I mean, it's just crazy. Um, so, yeah, Pat's number four. I got the Bears at number five. Okay, I have a Chicago number five, too. I okay. have my, I, so, we got, we got four of the five the same. It's really hard to keep the Patriots
0: completely out of this thing. Um, when Chicago – and I know the I know the Lions are nothing proud to beat right
2: now. But with your backup quarterback, it's kind of a big deal. When you do it with on the road. Keenum
0: – and that's the that's Case them no, uh Chase I mean, Chase, Chase, Chase McDaniels, sorry. When when you do it with, with Chase McDaniels and yeah, that's the Thanksgiving just Daniels, Day. no Mick. Oh
3: god. Chase I'm, Daniels.
0: I'm really bad at this. <laughs> I'm really, really bad. All these people with names that are close to each other. Um like Josh McGowan. Um, and Westbrook and Wilson, Russell yeah. and, with, but, and like not that that <laughs> I can't believe I didn't call them Westbrook in the recap. Yeah. Like nine yeah. times too. Um this defense, yes, a lot of defenses have looked good against the Lions. They look good. They're just – they look complete to me. They can run the ball when they need to run the ball. They can throw the ball when they need to throw the ball. Their offense isn't the greatest. They might be the most balanced. Yeah. Like all the rest of these offenses is just fun and gun. Even if they run the ball a ton, it's all like jet sweeps, crazy, weird play. This team looks like they're running a pro-style offense. Yeah. And they just they just look like a normal typical team that you would watch through the early two thousands and how they play football, very My,
2: fundamentally sound. Yeah,
0: and defensively, I I really enjoy watching them play from the defense side of the ball. They they are a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to Roquan growing into his role. I, I think in the next three years, the game is going to be offensively crazy. I think this defense is going to be fun to watch for a while.
2: Oh, it's it, look Eddie Jackson, is a perfect fit on this defense. Yep. Uh, it it lets you know. So when Alabama lost that 2016 national championship, just imagine how different it would have been, if you had Eddie Jackson and Sean Dion Hamilton back there, both of which are are doing pretty good in the NFL, NFL now. Yeah. So and both of them were injured for that game. Just it just makes you think.
0: I was not expecting you to have the Bears. Man, why not? It's a good well, team.
2: They they are a good team. I just because you had the Chargers
0: in on and, the Patriots and, and, a couple weeks ago, I thought maybe you, if you had the Pats in, you would have the Chargers and the Pats. No, no,
2: no. I'm um, a little a little out on the Chargers. Oh, the Patriots just scare the hell out of me. I don't know why they would. They do this every year. I know. I know. I just okay, at some point you just gotta. I'm just gotta the, get used I'm to. I'm pumping it. the brakes. Uh, it sounds good to me. All right. That is our NFL top five and bottom five. As always, head over to tunica dot uh, com. Man, one of these days I'm going to, to say that correctly the first time, like all the way through. Tunicatravel.com and Winning Cures Everything.com. It is the Winning Cures Everything, week 13, November the 27th, College Football Playoff Ranking Recap Reaction Show. Good Lord, that is a long title. We, we should come up with. <laughs> We'll shop different names. How about this? CFP Ranking Reaction Show. All right. A little better. All right, it's brought to you by Tunica, Mississippi, the South's premier sports gambling destination. As always, they got six incredible sports books. Head over to tunicatravel.com. Get more information on all six of them. They're all great. We've been to all of them, they are wonderful. Uh, as always, you can also go over to winningcureseverything.com. Get our picks, our previews, our social media, Facebook and Twitter, is over there, our podcasts. Everything you need to know we got for you. com. Let's jump into this thing. We'll uh, we'll start with 25. We'll see what we agree with, disagree with, et cetera, et cetera. It's um I mean it's kind of hard to disagree with some of this stuff now that the season is is pretty much done, but yep. we'll we'll see what the committee is trying to do here. Uh, 25 through 21. Number 25 Fresno State, number 24 Missouri. Number twenty-three, Iowa State. Number twenty-two, Boise State. Number twenty-one, Northwestern. Now, Iowa State has a game left. They are seven and four right now. I think they moved Fresno State in here for a Fresno Boise showdown to make that
0: game interesting. But here's the: I think Fresno that game was State, interesting anyway. Yeah, I think Fresno State deserves to be in the top twenty-five. The way some of the seasons played out.
3: Oh yeah, I, I mean I can't Fresno, say there's
0: many teams that are
2: left out. Fresno is 22 at the yeah. Massey composite. Yeah, I,
0: I absolutely think Fresno does like belongs here.
2: Yeah, I, they got I would one agree.
0: road loss, right? The Boise at Boise, right? Yeah, that's, that's
2: it. it. Come on. Uh take that back. They they've got two. Uh, one was two Minnesota. Minnesota.
0: Oh, that's right. Well, yeah. Who, yeah. who that's, a power, ended up, that's
2: a power five team, isn't it? and a team that has looked pretty good. Yeah, over the uh, the end Fleck. of the season. Rolling the boat. Um, I I don't know. So what? What gets weird here? You know, we'll go on and talk about UCF. Is at number eight. UCF win or lose is is going to end up in a New Year Six game.
0: Yeah, I think they've said that. There's just no way mathematically they lose to Memphis that they can fall far enough below where Boise is or where Fresno is. Who? Yeah, because wins that Boise game.
2: can't jump high enough to take over where UCF is. I just don't see that. So and I'm sure that this if is like if they
0: drop UCF that far, and they raise Boise that far, it, it'll be a little weird.
2: But even still, UCF would would still only have one loss compared to Boise with two. Correct. So, yeah, I mean that's it's it's weird because normally for like the group of five teams, like you got to win your way in. That's right. But with UCF, it's like, well, here's your your consolation prize. You know, we know your quarterback's out, so here you go. Yeah. Like because. I mean, there's no other group of five in here like between UCF at eight and Boise at 22. Like, that is nuts to me. Uh, having used, well, <laughs> we'll get to that in a minute. Number 20 is Syracuse. Kind of makes sense. I mean, they're, what, nine and three? Yep. Um, Texas AM at number 19. That makes sense. Big win over LSU. Maybe a little bit of a fraudulent win, but we'll give it to them. Number 18, Mississippi State. Number seventeen, Utah, number sixteen, West Virginia. Uh Utah will move up if they beat Washington. Uh state, A and M, Syracuse, they are all set. West Virginia is set. Uh West Virginia is not gonna make up their game. They they thought that they were gonna be in the Big Twelve title game. I,
0: I would actually like to see West Virginia and North Carolina State play.
2: I wish that that would happen. That would be the game that I'd have North Carolina make up. North and Carolina it, State make up. And instead, North Carolina State is playing East Carolina.
0: They're going to make up the, the
2: scrub game. Yeah. So it's like, eh, that might have been a loss. So why, no, why don't we
0: just schedule a win? There's, there is no question if they play West Virginia and West Virginia wants to play. Yeah. That's, a, that's an L.
2: Yes. Uh, but as it stands, both teams have three losses is what it is. Uh, Utah, a little surprising. Not that they're so high, because like it's just surprising that they like continue to win even without their starting running back and starting quarterback.
0: I, I like this Utah team. There's a part of me that thought, you know, I, I would have Mississippi State over them. I think Mississippi State's better than them, but I'm well, not.
2: Utah's still nine and three.
0: Yeah, I, I get they've got less, but they they haven't played the schedule. that they, they that show state played. has played. Come yeah,
2: on, they show have not. But
0: but at the same time. I'm not knocking them. They they're a lot of fun to watch, and
2: they've they've played really well. Do you see how far they were down twenty to nothing to BYU, yeah. and then twenty seven to seven late yep. in the third quarter, and then come back and win the game thirty five twenty seven. They
0: they have played Whew. real well to end this season. They yes. really have. Yes, so they I'm have. not I'm not knocking that. I kind of want it to be a little upset and, and, and give state a little more credit, but that I just I can't knock Utah for what they've done.
2: I will say this, uh Mississippi State is number thirteen at the Massey composite. Utah oh, yeah. Utah number eighteen. Yep.
0: Yeah. I'm gonna tell you this. Mississippi State has an argument to be made that they're the best defense in the country.
2: Yeah, I could absolutely I mean literally that.
0: every team they played except for like two or three games, they held that team to the lowest point scored all season.
2: And they, they held every team under their season average. Yeah, every team every under single their season team. average. Which but, is crazy. But other
0: than LSU, Kentucky, and one of their other losses. They they held the, all those teams to like to the, their, their to the lowest. lowest the lowest anybody all year.
2: Like Alabama, they held to the lowest. The lowest yep. Um,
0: no, I mean every, everybody. It was everybody but three teams. I know LSU and 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 Kentucky were two of those teams. I, I don't remember the third one, but that's
2: that's pretty impressive. That's yeah, that's really impressive. It definitely is. Uh, number 15, Kentucky. Number 14, Texas. Number 13, Washington State. Number 12, Penn State. Number 11, Washington. I was a little bit surprised. Washington at, took a tumble.
0: Washington State took a tumble.
2: Yeah, Washington State, like, fell way back, they, like behind a bunch of far. three lost teams. Yeah. Um, I don't like that. I, I don't like that, that, but, I, I mean, if you look at, so Washington State, their massive composite is number 12. And they've got them at thirteen, so it's like it's somewhat comparable, I guess. But Washington State is a ten and two team, with with one of those losses being just complete scannery. Yeah, like the the loss to USC probably should not have been a loss. Um, but man, you know they've still got they got a win over Utah, like that's that's all right. Like the, I don't think they've got any other big wins, but. You know they've got the same win that that Washington I mean, I does, and Washington know. has. I, mean, to I, don't,
0: I don't know that. I don't know that beating Oregon and and Stanford and all those teams because they had to play like three or four real big games back to back to back. Yeah, and they
2: won all those games. Yeah, no, they did.
0: And they had some of those games that came all the way down to the wire,
2: got close, and some of those teams they just housed. The fact that they've got Penn State at twelve. Kind of lets me know that they are not setting up to have Ohio State in the playoff. I don't know.
0: I'm not trying to predict what they're going to do because th- this is a group of people that
2: I-, I don't know. Northwestern is at 21. If they lose, I would imagine, it, it, depending on how bad the score is.
0: Well, they won't be a top 25
2: team. I would imagine they won't be a top 25 team. Yep. If, I'll agree with that. Now, what does surprise me, like, if you were trying to set up for Oklahoma to get in, you would think that Army at 9-2 and two would be in this.
0: I, now, I don't like that Army is left out of the top 25. I don't know necessarily that I'm angry that somebody else has their spot. I just think there are enough mediocre teams at the bottom of this thing that you could have made room for Army.
2: But who would you put them in over?
0: I don't know. Give me the bottom again.
2: Fresno State, Missouri, Iowa State, Boise State, put, Northwestern. Put, put them
0: in over Missouri.
2: Man, I not Just put, me. Put them in over Missouri. I'd, I'd put them in over Fresno. I'd put them in over Iowa State. No,
0: I, I like, I like, I like all those
2: teams. That's fine. Um, I don't care. Missouri is uh, is number fifteen at the massive composite. Oh, that's like fine. that, that is a team that is two plays away from being ten and two. That's fine.
0: The loss that they have to South Carolina, it is firmly on them.
2: Oh, I, I agree. Like, with that. like,
0: they, like. Okay, you lost to a mediocre team.
2: Well, it, but South Carolina is number 34 it. at the massive composite. And Army's thirty three, you know. So yeah, okay. Pick and choose whatever. Um, but yeah, it, Texas at fourteen. Kind of surprised at that. You I thought Texas would be ranked higher, nah. mainly because sometimes I feel like they do all of this just to set up. You know, it, it, teams like Oklahoma. Like maybe they're getting away from that. Maybe they're trying to legitimately do this thing. I don't know. Oklahoma, so far their only top twenty-five win is over Iowa State at twenty-three.
0: Yeah, no, they're, so, not, they're no, not. They're not great.
2: And if they beat Texas, I would imagine Texas, Texas falls
0: out of the top twenty-five.
2: Well, not out of the top twenty-five, but they'll fall because they would still be a uh, a nine and four team. So mm. I, I could still see them maybe around twenty. But at that point, you got number like, let's just say twenty Texas and number twenty-three Iowa State. And those are your best wins. That's pretty bad. And one of them is a loss to one of them. Yep. So a one and one. Not a uh, not great. Uh, number. Let's see. Number ten is LSU. Number nine, Florida. Number eight, UCF. Michigan only drops to seven. Ohio State is number six.
0: So here's what I think they have done with the way they've set this up. If if you like to see how did they rank these things. And what does that mean for the final four and what they're trying to plan or plot? I think they are setting up for if Georgia loses, they can still justify the two loss Georgia team because they're only. They have a top 10 win against Florida and they have two losses now, both of which are top 10 losses. Yeah. And those two top 10 losses are better than. Oh, Oklahoma's—you know—loss to a barely a top twenty-five team, and no good wins, and then um, no Oklahoma. It, hang on—is West Virginia not in the top twenty-five? I'm sorry, West Virginia's West, number ha- I say Oklahoma sixteen. Has to have a win against West Virginia. That's right. Okay, that, that's right. right. I was about to say somehow the math isn't working there. But but Ohio State's loss to Purdue. Like who's got the? Uh, is is Georgia's two losses? Not nearly as bad as these two teams. One loss. Georgia's
2: wins would be Florida, Florida, Kentucky, mm-hmm. and Missouri. All so they've top got five. Three teams. top twenty five
0: wins, and two of them are top fifteen teams. One of them's a top ten team.
2: Yeah, I mean that's
0: that's, that's pretty si- big. That it look if you're always looking for the what are they planning for the future with this ranking? I think they're planning to say. Man, if, if Oklahoma and Ohio State don't look like world beaters, we're just going to put Georgia in this thing at four.
2: Yeah, that's kind of what it looks It'd like. say
0: Alabama-Georgia, we're going to replay this game.
2: Yeah, I mean, that's kind of...
0: I don't think now, that I, would realistically happen, they're, they're but not it gonna, looks
2: like that's what they're doing. They they wouldn't do it in the, first, in the first round. So you mean Georgia could lose and
0: they would be at three? That's not possible. It's just not possible. They couldn't jump
2: Man, North see, Notre Dame. That's, that's tough.
0: But it looks like that's what they're setting up. LSU should have fallen farther. Yeah. Maybe maybe Kentucky not be that high ranked. I mean, you could have justified having Kentucky eighteenth, sixteenth, fifth you know, thirteenth, or not thirteenth. Sorry, I'm going the wrong way. Fifteenth. Eighteenth, twentieth. I mean, like, would anybody have been upset
2: if Kentucky was eighteenth? No, I don't think so. I mean, so. like
0: you, I like if you push
2: them farther down, I mean, push them down to like seventeen, because uh, you could justifiably say that Utah, but but Kentucky's got a win over Florida and a win over Mississippi State. Yeah,
0: I am I'm, I'm just saying, like if you are not trying and a win to win over set, Missouri,
2: Kentucky's got as many top twenty-five wins as Georgia anybody. Does. Yeah. So really, Kentucky okay. might be kind of low here. Although, I mean, their loss to Tennessee was bad, dreadful.
0: Whew. bad? So, anyway, I'm just trying to figure out. We're always trying to see what are they planning for. Uh, What does this set of rankings mean for the next week? If Ohio
2: State loses and Oklahoma loses and Georgia loses.
0: Georgia's in no matter what. If those two teams lose, it doesn't matter what happened to
2: Georgia. Georgia's in. Yeah, because surely you're not going to put Michigan in. Nope. Nope. Can't do it. Can't do it. And – if UCF beats Memphis... Yeah, and they're
0: not... We, we just
2: work why, the why would they not yeah. already have UCF over Michigan That's if right, they were going to give them any opportunity? I'm... Yep. I am perplexed. Oh. Like, a, a season like this lets you know, like, maybe there shouldn't be eight. I disagree. There should absolutely be eight. I mean, does Michigan belong in here? No, it doesn't matter. But it doesn't
0: matter if they belong or not. If they got in and they won out, then you let them play it out.
2: I don't know, man. Does whoever is...
0: the hell team that was in the tournament that played Virginia that beat them as a 16 seed, do they deserve to be in there? No. They they played the game and they won, though. No, you're right.
2: You're right. Um. So if we did an 18 playoff, just based on these rankings...
0: No, but you can't do it based on these rankings because that's not
2: how it I'm would work. I'm just having fun right now. You'd have UCF and Alabama.
0: But you're doing a scenario that's not real.
2: Michigan and Clemson, Ohio State, Notre Dame, Georgia, Oklahoma.
0: If you're going to do that, then you should do it based off of the, the way it would be done, which would be conference championships and three teams.
2: So at that point—
0: And then you would seed them based on where they're ranked at as of. So you could be a conference champion but still be— the eighth seed
2: but then wouldn't this still be exactly what we were talking about anyway uh because you're wanting to throw like you would want to toss washington in there. yeah
0: washington would be one or Or utah but yeah or utah yeah just
2: depends on whichever
0: one or northwestern yeah i mean you know i mean if
2: we're gonna do it then we got to do it ah that's bonkers that's just nuts all right so that is our top 25 alabama has got four top 25 wins. Clemson has two, and both of theirs are number 19 and 20. Alabamas are number 10, number 18, number 19, number 24. Notre Dames are number seven. They might be keeping Michigan up there to to keep Notre Dame up. No, they don't need to keep Notre Dame up. Um, Notre Dame has got Michigan at seven. Syracuse. Syracuse at 20 Northwestern at 21 yep. Georgia has got Missouri Florida Kentucky Florida at nine Kentucky at 15 Missouri at 24 uh Ohio or sorry Oklahoma has got West Virginia. And West Virginia at Texas. 16 Iowa State at 23 no, they don't have like, Texas, they right. don't have Texas they yet yep yeah. um number six Ohio State has got Let's see, Ooh. Michigan at seven. That's not a lot, though. Number 12, Penn State. Is that is And they don't have Northwestern well, yet, but no, they might. Yeah. But, if they, but man, if they beat Northwestern, they might kick Michigan's them out.
0: Michigan's six. Ohio State's sixth, and they only have two top 25 wins.
2: Well, Clemson's got two top 25 wins. And they're not good.
0: No, Clemson's got A&M.
2: Yeah, they've got two. They got oh, A&M yeah. and Syracuse.
0: Holy crap, A&M. So they have one ACC team in the top 25. It's not Clemson.
2: Yeah and and they and they're number 2. This just this is just it's just it's just wrong. Uh Michigan has got Penn State and Northwestern. Yeah. Michigan that much. UCF nothing. None. Florida has got LSU at 10. Mississippi State at 18. Missouri Missouri at 20. Nope, Missouri beat Florida. Did they really? Yeah, I remember 38 17 in the swamp. Yeah.
0: So, what losses does Florida have? Kentucky, Louisville,
2: Missouri? Is no, that it? There's not Louisville. Uh, I mean, Kentucky, Kentucky, Georgia. M- Georgia, and um, Missouri. Missouri, yeah. I was, thinking, I was thinking red and black. Sorry. And then LSU has got a loss to AM, a win over Mississippi State, Georgia, a loss to Florida, a win over Georgia, a loss to Alabama. Yep. So, they are two and three against top 25. Boy, they and love that, LSU. Don't and
0: that get... A&M loss is just... Ridiculous. Complete insanity. This is an
2: interesting uh, top 25 that they put out this go around. It sets up a really weird selection Sunday.
0: They're going to have to make some decisions that I wouldn't want to make. I uh, would like to make them. I'd like
2: for them to just say, Chris, you make this. And then I'd piss everybody off. That's <laughs> That is our college football uh, playoff... Ranking reaction show for November 27th. <laughs> NFL week 13 preview show. That's what I'm talking about. I had my in laws tell me that I sound like a game show host. I don't know if that's a bad thing. We game were, we show were hosts playing, make a lot of dough, dude. Wait, I wish I was making some dough. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Alex Trebek. We played Cards Against Humanity with your in laws? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My in laws are great. It, it yeah, but hilarious. there's a
0: lot of like sex stuff that I don't know that I want to have that conversation with my in-laws.
2: It, trust me, they are a different breed. My in-laws are great. This was hilarious. I've, I almost said That's something a, inappropriate some that of,
0: I don't want to live on the internet forever <laughs> and or anyone that I
2: know. <laughs> no, my, my in-laws are, are fantastic. No, I agree they with love that. these. Well, uh, I've met your
0: mother-in-law. I've never met your father-in-law. Yeah.
2: But your, your mother-in-law is great. Both of them are super funny. The Cards Against Humanity stuff is, yeah. So we we had a good time playing that, but I was reading some of the cards, and they're like, you sound like a damn game show host. I was like, huh. Well, I can do that. So
0: NFL Week 13 preview. Pat Sajak ever kicks the
2: bucket. I'm down. Vanna White, me and you, baby. Let's roll. Let's roll. Brought to you by Tunica, Mississippi. (laughs) The South's premier sports gambling destination. They got six awesome sports books down there samstown hollywood first jackpot fitz casino horseshoe gold strike you can find out more information on all of them over at tunicatravel.com you can find more stuff about us along with our football picks and everything else our gambling picks video will be up alongside with this one go check that thing out um yeah there's a whole lot of stuff over at Everything.com. since you're on youtube hit the subscribe button help us out Go subscribe to the podcast. You can listen to that, too, if you don't have time to be on YouTube all the time. We got you on Apple Podcasts, on Google Podcasts, all those wonderful things. Just Whatever give you, a
0: brother a download.
2: Yeah, give us a download. Hit us up. Um, you can also follow us on all of our social media stuff, but that's all at the website, winningcureseverything.com. Let's roll into game number one. The Los Angeles Chargers. Okay. Head into Pittsburgh. The Steelers are a three-point favorite over-unders 51-and-a-half. Sunday, 7.20 p.m. NBC at Heinz Field in Pittsburgh. How you feeling? I really
0: wish they would not have played Melvin Gordon last week. I would like to say... Now, Austin Eckler is a capable, competent running back for the Chargers. but He He ain't Melvin Gordon. He's not Melvin Gordon. Melvin Gordon is special. I believe that Melvin Gordon is a top-three Running back in the NFL, and and I I think he does special things. He was not 100% healthy. You were destroying the Chargers. The Cardinals. The, the Cardinals. You are the Chargers. And <laughs> you. It is getting late. And you are running these weird. I mean, this was like a triple reverse thing, like yeah. kind of weird play that they were running, and the leg whip kicks him in the leg, and it. Say he's going to miss a couple of weeks, but he should be back before the end of the season. That stuff just scares me. Don't do that with your best player when you're blowing out a bad team.
2: Yeah, there's no sense in that. Uh, The Steelers. Now they are going home. The Steelers are are a different team at home. And on top of that, they are, like, ridiculously good coming off of a loss the last three years. Really, it goes back further than that. But the last three years especially, Uh, this year alone – 2-0 2-0 straight up, 2-0 against the spread coming off of a loss this year. So this is only the third loss. Uh, lines only three at home. If you look at all of the different like major statistical categories, the Steelers are better than the Chargers in all of them.
0: They've played a much easier schedule, though. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean a, a much easier schedule. So some of those numbers are going to be skewed. Um I love that the Chargers' defense has Joey Bosa back now. I mean, he's gotten to tee off on some bad teams to get healthy, get his legs back under him. This is going to be his first real challenge to say, "Hey, can I wreck this offense or not?"
2: So I, I'm what, not sure which way to lean on it. Um, I mean, I I'll tell you this: I, I I do know which way I'm going to lean. Okay. I don't feel super confident in it, but You're the talking. numbers. From a gambling
0: perspective, this is in my gambling
2: picks. Yeah, this is in my gambling picks as well. I'm going to assume that we are going separate ways. But we will we will figure that out. That's fun. Uh, let's move on to game number two. Okay. Thursday night. Thursday night
0: football has been awesome this year, by the way. Well,
2: and, and Thanksgiving Day football was a lot of fun. Like all that the was... people
0: that hated on Thursday night all these times and tried to say it was a safety thing. No, it was just bad games. just bad matchups. Yeah. When you get good games, all of a sudden, nobody cares about the health and safety of the players and, oh, nobody can prepare for Thursday night games. That's all bull. That's bull crap.
2: I agree. This week, we'll see exactly how well they can prepare on a short week. Actually, it's not even a short week for either no, of them. Both, both of them
0: played on Thursday already. So, it's just a full week of practice.
2: Saints are a seven-and-a-half-point favorite. Traveling from Nolans to the Dallas Cowboys. They're going to Jerry World in Arlington. Over under 53 and a half. It's Thursday, 7.20 p.m. on Fox. Seven and a half seemed a little short to me. Against the Saints team? Yeah. I don't understand. Yeah. Like why they are
0: every week they are waiting for the Saints to have a letdown. Remember, remember a couple weeks ago we thought the Bengals were going to be a letdown. Like, Drew Brees is going to play outside on the road. They've been so hot. Like, eventually they're going to yeah. lay an egg, and we figured they're going to do it on the road. And what was it? They were outdoors. favored by like four? It was like four, four. It was a short line. They beat them by like 38. I mean, it, yeah, was, it was just like a, 51 it was to complete 14. Complete
2: massacre. I and then it was the kind of the same thing with the Eagles, right? Like, I, yes. I thought, all right, well, the Eagles are coming into New Orleans. But that's
0: them coming to New
2: Orleans. I, I wasn't really worried about but that But even one. still, that line was
0: like nine.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, it might be a little much. It I was, was looking for, close. I was
0: looking for double digits on this one. When I saw it was seven and a half, I just thought this is the Cowboys have won three in a row. They have not played this caliber of opponent.
2: No, not even close. <laughs> I mean, they're three wins in a row. Amari are, Cooper had better be a
0: hell of an upgrade uh, if, if you're going to hang. With, <laughs> Amari's going to need
2: three hundred yards receiving.
0: He's going to need two, three touchdowns. Zeke's going to need. Two hundred all-purpose yards and, and two, two three, three touchdowns. Because the Saints are scoring six,
2: and and then you still gonna need a few touchdowns <laughs> from somebody else. A
0: couple of field goals on top Whew, of that. Good gracious! Yeah, it it anyway.
2: The Saints I, I are the on a Saints run team. right now that is just. I mean, nine straight covers. Yeah, like no. it is.
0: The, the, I, I said it in the recap. They remind me of the two thousand and seven Patriots team where I remember they kept making the spreads bigger. And bigger and bigger. And it didn't and they matter. They just up. kept covering. They just kept covering. Like didn't I really care. thought this one would
2: be like ten.
0: I was looking for double digit road favorite and no. No, it was it was seven and a half and I thought, You think that hook is scaring anybody? Well, it, it makes you it makes you wonder like do they know something we don't know? I like, thought that. And I'm in the mindset of I'm riding this horse until I lose it because I've rode this horse every week. I've been killing it in my gambling picks for the NFL. I'm not getting off this train until I lose. If this is the week I lose, so be it. Then it all be damned. But I'm riding this horse until I lose.
2: Game number three, you Patriots. This one worries me. The Minnesota Vikings at the New England Patriots. Patriots are a six-point favorite, over-unders 48.5. Kind of a, a low total for for these two teams, I thought. Uh, Sunday, 325 p.m. on Fox. Is at Gillette in Foxborough? Um, I, I think this is a low total because I think they
0: expect the Patriots to be able to slow down this Vikings team.
2: When I think they might expect the Vikings' defense to be able to slow down the Patriots. Oh, team. no,
0: there's no doubt. I, I actually think that. Well, the Patriots just aren't help, like. Nobody looks right. Gronk looked like he had a good game, but he's still like real ginger, and he had like he was on a pitch count, like he didn't he was like on the sidelines sucking oxygen, not in shape because he's missed so many games and he hadn't been able to practice and stuff. James White, same thing. Like all these guys are all of it's playing weird. a little bit gingerly, but but they're still going out and executing. It, it it's just a little scary for me. Um, love the Pats at home. And th- this Vikings team has been the season's yo-yo. Yeah. I mean, we agree on that, right? Oh, 100%. Coming off of that big win, yeah. being a Patriot fan, I feel actually decent about this game because if the if the Vikings are going to have a letdown, it's going to be coming off of a big win against the Packers on Sunday night football.
2: It, that's if they can afford letdowns anymore. Because well, they've they can't, had so many. I would say
0: they can't afford one. They don't need one, especially if they want to keep path with – uh, the Bears? What are they? They're six, four, and one. No, no, they're they've
2: got more wins at six wins. No, I think they're six, four, and one. No, they they're, they got more than that. Double check that for me, but I I do like more. part of me feels like this could end up being like a field Holy goal game crap, either they're way. They're six, four, and one. That's uh, Jesus. Okay. Um, they're not getting to ten. I don't think so. I think my ten bets over. But um, well, they can only afford to lose one more game. <laughs> so if they if they lose this one, I think we're pretty much shot. So you and I both had them over ten. We didn't have ten and a half. We didn't have nine and a half. We yeah, had dead we on ate, ten. We had ten. So the best we could hope for right now is is a push. Let them lose this game and push, or win this game and or win this game win and out. And, and <laughs> if they win out at that point, then you know you're you're eleven four and one. If they win out, Hang on. but I don't think there's any way. What's their what's the Viking schedule look like?
0: Ooh, at the Patriots, at the Seahawks. Oh God, that's that's brutal right there then they got miami then they got at the lions and they finished the season against chicago they got three teams that are going to make the playoffs that they got to play and none of those three teams are going to be easy they're not getting the 10 brother that yeah we, we i don't didn't, think so i, I don't piss that money away
2: yeah i think Whoa. uh oh, oh, we, a, we might have a problem mm. there okay um i feel like this could be a field goal game either way maybe um but we'll see. Like, the fact that it's at six, like, I could totally see the Patriots winning this one, like, 31-24. Yeah. You know, going over the 48. Um, Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it, it could just – it could be, like, 24-17, to 17, like this last week. Patriots could kick their ass. I mean, that, that – they, I mean, they could. It, at, at Gillette,
0: a, a, they could blow out any team in the country at Gillette. Yeah. I mean, other than maybe the Saints or the, the Chiefs or the Rams, like – Anybody
2: else's fair game for a complete blowout. I think you're probably right. In that stadium. Game number four, the Redskins at the Eagles. This is the Monday night football game. Uh, over-unders 44. The Eagles are a six-and-a-half point favorite. Six Ruben Foster,
0: more domestic charges brought on him. The 49ers yeah. released him the second the new charges got dropped on him. And then the Washington Redskins said, "We got no shame in that game. We're going to take him right now. Yep. We we need help. We are dying for players. We do not care about morals
2: today." And and he's another Alabama player. So let's just let's put just, him. This is re- bring him in with <laughs> the rest. We're, of these guys. We're just going to take the entire 2012 through 2014 Alabama defense and just don't care pick if they're
0: everybody. beating up on folks. Just just get, get away matter. get away from San Francisco. Leave the girl there and come here.
2: I guess it'd be the 20. 20- 14 through 2016, yeah. Alabama 20, defense.
0: 2012 would be a little long of a tooth in the NFL. Yeah, it probably that's, would be. <laughs> you,
2: but you, 20, 2014 through 2016, that's perfect. Bring them all in. They got Sean Dion Hamilton. They got uh, – uh, who was the uh, – Ha-Ha Clinton Dix. They got, they got Jonathan Allen. They got Deron Payne. They got Reuben Foster now. Like, they loading up. Loading up on Alabama players. What's up, Washington? The Washington Redskins Crimson Tide. Still, six and a half points for the Eagles to be favored over anybody right now is a little weird. Cole McCoy's not bad. I mean, he's he's like a professional backup quarterback. Yeah, man, if he keeps throwing interceptions. Man, he won't keep doing that. I mean, well, hey, if right. we say that, but good gracious. Over-unders 44. They that think about right. low it's going about right. Uh, low-scoring game. Yeah, neither one of these teams can score. It's at the link. It's going to be cold. Oh, yeah. Boy, it's it's going to be cold, I mean, It's cold. Oh, like, yeah, I know. I, mean, I know. It's anybody. Um, But I I do think it'll be cold. Both teams like to run the football. Uh, Yeah, 44 sounds about right. I I might even go under that.
0: Yeah, it wouldn't shock me if this game comes in under. Um, The thing about this Philadelphia team this year, if you get up on them quick at home, their fans are going to lose their mind on their own team. and, and, And you've taken home field advantage completely out of play.
2: Oh, yeah. All you so all you've
0: got to do is score one to I shouldn't. I should have been keeping up with this. Has Washington had a lead change yet? Remember, a couple of weeks ago, we were like, "Man, we're nine games in this thing, and, and the team who scored first never lost the lead and won every game." Have they had a lead change yet? Surely they have. Were n't they leading the Texans? I don't. I'm not. I don't know that I have watched one second of the Texans. And I'm Kings trying game to remember the end of the game.
2: The, yeah. And I should have known if they had a lead and loss it. Then I don't. Know. They they tied a couple of times. I think with the Cowboys. So yeah. That, if I am not mistaken.
0: Anyway, that, I I just always thought that was an interesting stat.
2: But, oh, it was a very interesting stat. I don't think there was any way it was going to hold the rest of the year. Um, either way, they too never bad. they never
0: tied. They never tied. Oh, they I guess they did tie. At set, Dallas scored seven, and then Washington scored seven, and Dallas scored three. And then Dallas had the lead the rest of the time.
2: Okay, it looks like. Um, I mean, how you feel about that? you think the Skins got a chance here?
0: Six and a half. It's not my gambling picks. Yeah, yeah, uh, uh, yeah. I'll be. I'll have money on Washington. Okay, it's not one of my gambling picks, but it's enough to where I like them. I'm gonna. I'm gonna wager them.
2: On okay. Them. Game number five, we got the Baltimore Ravens at the Atlanta Falcons. This is a pick'em. Does that surprise you? No, I, I don't think anybody knows
0: what to expect with Lamar Jackson. He's beaten two real bad teams so far. He does have two wins, but he's beaten two really bad teams so far. Now, if he beats the Falcons, did he just beat another really bad team? That's kind of what it sounds like right now. I can't figure the Falcons out. I mean, they've lost three in a row. Can they lose four? If the Falcons win this game, it won't shock me either. I I do think the Ravens are a better team overall. Uh, They have like the more veteran defense. Um, they're, They're the team I guess I trust more. I trust their head coach more.
2: Yeah. Over under is forty nine on this one. It's Sunday, twelve PM on CBS. Is at Mercedes Benz in Atlanta? Um, I could see the Falcons coming out and like rallying the troops and Oh, I, I and could all definitely that.
0: see them getting getting right on this game too. I mean if Lamar turns the ball over a couple of times, yeah. But I mean for him to turn the ball over would mean Atlanta would have to do something defensively to like impress
2: somebody. And I don't know that they can do that. Man, they just don't look good at all. Well, no, I mean they've had so many injuries. You know, it's it's just tough to uh, to wrap everything up. And man, like you got to be able to put points on the board if your defense is having trouble. And Steve like, you know, Sarkisian gone, right? You know what's like crazy, gone, right? Bells for Sark. Yeah, I mean he's at, like I would because you you need you have got all that offensive talent, and. You got all these other teams putting that, up...
0: That guy has no business being an offensive coordinator in the
2: NFL. I mean, you got the Chiefs and the Rams and the Saints and, uh, you know, just all these other teams putting up, like, video game numbers. He is the reason NFL
0: teams are going to be skittish to go after college offensive coordinators. Thanks, Sarkeesian. Yeah. yeah. He's going to make NFL teams afraid to do that because... I think he's failed so miserably. You know what would be a think, lot of fun? I think that team, offensively, is crazy talented.
2: Could you imagine Cliff Kingsbury in that spot? I don't want to see that. I mean, a, Atlanta would be rocking, I think. But, you know, I could be wrong. Uh, let's talk about some honorable mentions. Uh, the Rams at the Lions. Rams are 1-6 against the spread as a road favorite this year. They're 10-point favorites.
0: That's a big number, too.
2: Yeah, and I mean not that the Lions are like great by any means, no. but they are three and two against the spread at home. I can't figure the lines.
0: Well, I, I I shouldn't say that. I know exactly the lines. <laughs> They're not really good, but
2: but they might be okay. Yeah, at least for uh, for covering ten points. Like I don't expect them to win the game. No, uh, the Broncos at the Bengals. The Broncos are four and a half point favorites on the road. I don't know that I can trust this Broncos team. But I can't trust the Bengals either. Oh, anybody with like Hugh, I'm Hugh staying Jackson away from lines. that game.
0: Hugh Jackson on sidelines. It's just a
2: gift the step. The Bengals are bad right now, and Andy Dalton. It looks like is out. Oh so, yeah, Wouldn't it, is that official? I think that's official. Yeah, then that's. I mean, at, they at that point, have their way with yeah Jeff the Broncos. Driscoll. the The Broncos should win. Uh, Driscoll was okay last week. I mean, he wasn't like he wasn't gangbusters, but he held serve. Uh and finally, the Browns at the Texans. It's a pretty good ball game. I think this is going to be a really good game. I did not see a line on this. Did you see a line on this? Yep, there is a line on this. What is it? Well, my bookie had it at 7. At 7.
0: That's it, a big line. It opened, it opened at 4.5. If you go to Vegas Insider, it opened at 4.5. And, and got bet up to 7. So I couldn't see an opening line on my bookie, but I saw the opening line on Vegas Insider and then Vegas Insider's current line had them at six. My bookie had it at plus seven or minus seven. That is
2: nuts to me. Uh, Browns are playing well.
0: You're talking about – I was almost said two teams doing – like looking hot. Like, okay, one team's won eight in a row. One team's won two in a row. Yeah, but the um, Browns are still playing really well. They're playing really well. And if I had to I, – I, I keep betting against Houston – at some point in time, I think they're going to look like Houston again. I mean, they got to right. I, I just can't like the Saints win ten in a row. That's fine. Like I could see that if the Chiefs strolled off something like that. Like I get it. The Patriots have done it in the past. If the Rams like like these but are the elite Texas teams,
2: just eking out wins and it
0: just it just not the ball is a weird shaped ball. At some point in time, it's going to bounce the other way.
2: Yeah, I do agree with that. All right, that is our NFL Week 13 preview. As always, we're giving you some information to go help you be a winner. Go down, put your action in at Tunica, Mississippi, the South's premier sports gambling destination. Go over to tunicatravel.com. They got information on all six of their sports books down there. Wonderful stuff. Go check out winningcureseverything.com while you're at it. We're going to get out of this. <laughs> NFL Week 13 gambling picks. Brought to you by Tunica, Mississippi, the South's premier sports gambling destination. They got six awesome, incredible sports books down there Samstown, Hollywood, uh, Hollywood First Jackpot, Fitz Casino, Gold Strike, and Horseshoe. There you go. Holy mackerel! Good job. Holy Macalan. you. Head over to tunicatravel.com for more information. We got a link down in the bottom in the description. Just click on that. Much easier. But TunicaTravel.com if you really want to just type it in yourself. Up to you. Uh, You can also head over to winningcureseverything.com. We've got our picks, previews, podcasts, our social media stuff, everything you need to know about us. We got it for you right there, winningcureseverything.com. You can also enter our football picks contest. Every week, we got different prizes from Tunica. Last week was a $100 gift certificate to Twain Steakhouse and fifty dollars in slot play over at Samstown. And Bruce C from Decatur, Alabama, went seven and three, won the tiebreaker. He is the one that got the prize last week. Last week's picks, I went three and two. It's pretty good. Not bad. You're, got me back to five hundred. I was about
0: to say you're at five hundred now. You're doing well.
2: Chris went four and one. Yes, sir. I could I could feel you smiling without even looking at it. Yes, me. sir. I am 29, 29, and 2 overall. Chris is 35, 22, and 3. Was that, like 62%? I believe that is just around 62%. If you've been betting with Chris on the NFL, you have been making some dough. Love this game. Love this game. Believe that. Well, I'm going to let you start us off. we uh, we got five picks each this week. I'm going with the girl that
0: I've danced with for a long time, and I'm not stopping anytime soon. Give me the New Orleans Saints minus seven and a half against the Clapper at Jerry World. It's just this is coaching wise, we're we're not even playing the same game, quarterback level. Sorry, Dak. And this, this is, is this is one of my games as well. This is this is not. I I cannot believe I I always try to guess the lines in my head before I see them to see like where I am and Vegas is. And I just knew this was going to be double digits. I know it's a road game, but I was expecting 10 to 13 and a half.
2: There is no – I didn't think it, it would get look, over 14. There but, is not a single position on the field where the Cowboys have an advantage. No. Not not a not, single not position. New Orleans 9-0 and against the spread in their last nine this season. I know the Cowboys have won three straight. I Sorry. think that they've – like there's a lot of people that just bet on the Cowboys every week. Sure. right. But I bet against them a lot. That no, is that that's I just, money. That's not last throwing reason. money away if you're a Cowboys fan right now. No, like he, at New Orleans the it is one on place fire. where
0: people will argue. Well, you know, we got Zeke. We got Zeke. You're not as good as Alvin. I, I'm just here and, to well, tell Alvin you. Well, Alvin
2: and Mark combined. Forget
0: that. You're not as good as Alvin. Alvin Kamara is the best running back in football. People, that that's that's the truth. Get over it. Sorry, Todd. Sorry, sorry Zeke, he's just he just is. Sorry Melvin, Melvin, I like Melvin, but sorry. What uh, what's your game number two? I'm going to Cleveland. Oh Lord, I'm betting you you better be going to Houston. Well, I'm going to Houston. (laughs) I'm betting on the Browns. This this line, I saw it this morning. We record this on Tuesdays. Mybookie.com is is where I got the lines because I don't have lines for Tunica yet, and this game wasn't up, and I got them plus seven. I went to Vegas Insider to see where this line started from, where it moved to. Looked like it opened at four and a half. Vegas Insider had it moved to six. I saw it on my bookie at seven. I thought, man, I, I know this Houston team is hot. I think they're due for a letdown. I don't know that Cleveland can roll off three straight wins, but Cleveland ain't not been no punk to anybody. No. I mean, they're they're losing games some, but, but they're not getting rolled by a lot of people. Okay. This is, a, this is a team that's playing well. They're playing with fire. That now, I'm a little nervous. The offensive line has not been good. They've got to get the ball out of their hands quickly. Baker cannot hold it against this defense. But if they can run the ball the way they've been able to with Chubb, then, then it should slow down that pass rush a little. I'm, I'm taking the seven points. I think it's too many
2: points. I'm going to Detroit in my game number two. Whew. Lions plus 10. Since October, the Rams are 1-5-1 and one against the spread as a favorite. They're 2-3 and three against the spread as a road favorite. Lions are 2-1 and one against the spread at home as an underdog. Carry on Johnson is coming back for Detroit. They say he's healthy, he's ready to go. The Rams are number 21 in the NFL in rush defense. I think the Lions will be able to put up some points. I think Matt Stafford will be able to put up some points. Keep the ball away from the Rams. Pretty much, and I, I it, it could get into a little bit of a shootout kind of thing. I don't expect the Ram or the Lions to win, but ten points, I think it's too much for for this game.
0: Double digit home dog. That's a pretty good. It's yeah. a pretty good number.
2: Like you got that. it. You got it.
0: All right, I'm taking taking another road team. All right, Chicago at the Giants. Sell this line at four and a half. I I, I just like the Bears. This Giants team looks like they are throwing in the towel. They got no heart. If they had any heart or pride whatsoever, they would have beat the Eagles. The Eagles didn't look good at all, and they snuck away with a win. I I don't know how the Giants are a functional NFL team right now, and this Bears team is really good. Eli is hanging on by a thread. When Mac is done, he, he might not have anything to hang on left to. It, it just might yeah. be over. You might be right. I really like the Bears. I really like the way they're playing. I I don't know that Trubisky's playing. I don't know that it matters. I think Chase Daniels can play and play well.
2: Yeah, I mean he did pretty pretty well at the Lions. I think the Lions might be better than the Saints, and uh, not the Saints, the, uh, the oh, Giants. The
0: Giants, yeah, I agree with that. So I was reading
2: the wrong thing here. That's all right. Nope. <laughs> we all understood what you meant. Um, game number three for me. I'm going to Seattle. Okay. The 49ers are 3-8 and eight against the spread this season. Seattle is 6-2-1 and one against the spread. Russell Wilson is on fire right now. Seattle 8-2 and two against the spread, their last 10 against San Francisco. They always play the 49ers well. I understand 10 points, a lot of points. Don't think it matters here. 49ers don't travel. They have trouble scoring on the road. Um, and they've had trouble just scoring, period, here lately with, with Nick Mullins. I think this team is just about checked out. Like, we're we're getting closer to that point in the season where they're like, screw it. I just want my paycheck. Let me get out of here.
0: Yeah, let's get a draft pick.
2: And Seattle, if the playoffs were right now, they'd be in the playoffs. Uh, they're, in,
0: they're in, and they're, they're a team that you don't want to play in the wild Exactly. They they are, they're going to mess somebody's up. They're on fire up. right
2: now. Ten points may seem like a lot. I don't think it is right here. Seattle at home. They uh they have not played well at home, but they've had some really tough games. This is not one of those. I think they get it right this week. I think they destroy the 49ers at home. Seahawks minus 10 is my pick.
0: My next game, I'm going to New England. I'm taking my Patriots. I'm laying the 6 points. I I I, I don't I don't trust this Patriots team a lot this year, but when when they're at Gillette, I've been to that stadium this year. I see how they play. It's just a different kind of atmosphere. That is a team that protects their house. And the Vikings, I've watched this team just play like a dog, and I've watched them play good. I don't know that I've seen them play great. I think the Patriots are a really good football team still, and in order to go in Gillette and beat them, you got to play great. Yeah. And, and it's less than a touchdown – I, I, I like the Patriots' offense against this defense, and they're, they're balanced. They're getting Burkhead back. I wonder if he'll be a factor at all or if they're going to let him get a couple of weeks to, to to get back into game shape. If Gronk can stay healthy and make the plays that he made last week, that looked like old-school Gronk. Yeah, Could not be guarded, could not be covered. Just a monster when he gets loose. If he's getting warmed up, it, it's one of those times where the Patriots might start getting scary.
2: Yeah. I uh I, so I'm I, I I'm taking the that.
0: Pats. I'm laying all six points.
2: Game number four for me. I'm going to Oakland. Okay. I got the Chiefs minus fifteen at the Raiders. Again, really high points right there. But it's Oakland. So look, the Raiders are 0-3 against the spread. As a home underdog, so far this year, they are three and seven against the spread against the Chiefs in their last ten meetings. Kansas City averages almost thirty-seven points a game. Oakland averages seventeen. So, and I understand KC gives up twenty-nine points a game, while Oakland also gives up. Or sorry, Kansas City gives up twenty-seven points a game. Oakland gives up twenty-nine. Like, but the KC giving up twenty-seven points a game. I mean, they gave up fifty-four to the Rams. They gave up. Thirty-eight to the Steelers. You know, they this was against good offensive teams. Oakland ain't a good offensive team. They ain't a good anything team. Oakland is bad. I just saw the Ravens with Lamar Jackson beat them by 17. I don't care that they're going back home. Andy Reid loves to beat the Raiders. I mean, it it's it plays up well with the fan base. Kansas City hates the Raiders. That's the way it goes. This is a bad Raiders team. They're going to take advantage of that. Chiefs minus 15. I think they beat them at least three touchdowns.
0: All right. We got one game left. Yep. We doing this?
2: Yeah. Go ahead.
0: Give me the Chargers. <laughs> give me the Chargers. <laughs> going into Pittsburgh, playing big Ben Roethlisberger, who loves to give the ball away to the other team, in the most crucial of moments. I I, I just think Joey Bosa is going to be living... A rent-free inside Ben's head, and and a whole lot of time in in Ben's
2: face. Very very rarely are you just dead wrong on picks, but you are just dead wrong here. Since 2016, the Steelers are seven and three against the spread after a loss. They are two and zero after a loss this season, straight up and against the spread. Since 06, the Steelers 28-16 in primetime games. They love playing with the lights on. And they love playing at home. Steelers are better in every major statistical category, offense, and defense. Steelers minus three is the correct play. Okay. We going against each other this week, and I understand most of the time you end up winning these, you're not winning this week. The Steelers get it back on track. That loss at Denver kind of pissed them off a little bit. Chargers are feeling good about themselves coming off a beatdown of the the Cardinals. I'm telling you Steelers all day on this lines, three lines short lines short, buddy. All right. That wraps up our NFL week 13 picks. Ah, Very rarely is Chris wrong on some of these, but he's wrong on that last one. I'm glad that I was here to correct it. (laughs) We'll see. We've given you all the information you need to go be a winner. Go down to Tunica, put some action on your favorite plays. Tunicatravel.com is where you need to get more information on all six of their sports books. I cannot recommend all of them enough. They're all wonderful. Go down, spend some time, hang out, watch the games, put some money on them, come back a winner. Tell us thank you when you get done. Put your picks down in the bottom. We want to see what you got. I'm not interested if you go undefeated on on the NFL one. we We ain't worrying about that one. It's the college one that you need to go undefeated on if you want to come on the show, because people can go undefeated on the NFL one. You've already done it.
0: Yeah, but I don't think I don't think people can. I think it's really hard to do.
2: You want to put the you want to put it out there for this? I'm one? Not afraid. No, All right, let's get You go five and zero. First off, tell us where you got your picks. Put the lines with it. Give us your five picks. If you go undefeated, we're gonna bring you on the show. Five and zero. It's got to be 5 0. Can't be 4 0 1. Got to be 5 0. All right, let's do this thing. Uh, Tunicotravel.com, winningcureseverything.com. Go enter in the football picks contest over on the website. Roll it. (laughs) College football championship week preview. Championship. That sounds good, do not it? Yeah. Feels good. I mean, it's better than saying like week 14. (laughs) <laughs> You're I mean, like, I don't do, care, I'm do, gambling either way. Do these games matter? Uh yeah, some of them matter a whole lot. But
0: but but all of them don't.
2: No, I think all of them do to, to the specific fan base. They don't matter to the grand scheme of like football as a whole. Okay. But like you think this game don't matter to Northwestern?
0: Well I'm just saying, I mean we we set a system up that says every game matters, but the championship game at the end of the season doesn't.
2: For well, I mean, it, it matters if Ohio State gets beat. For a lot of people, it doesn't matter. Yeah. We believe
0: that if Clemson loses, they're still in, right? We believe that if Alabama loses, yeah. they're
2: still in, right? I mean, so,
0: Alabama, I think, yeah, I don't so, know so, about Clemson. So, so, do these games, then the Washington Utah game doesn't matter at all. No, no, it matters. No, it doesn't. The winner goes to the Rose Bowl. Does, that does not matter. The loser the probably bowl, goes to like bowl, the Las Vegas Bowl. The Rose Bowl is just a
2: bowl game. It does. That is not, so not even the it, case. It is the case. We, we ain't even getting into the preview yet. We already argued. It, it is the case. No, this like college football tradition matters a lot to it a only lot matter. of these You know what? Bases.
0: What do they call the Rose Bowl? The granddaddy of them all. It only matters because of who your damn granddaddy was. That's it. This is a. This is. This is just a country club that that certain people are invited to and others are not.
2: I'm a little surprised. You are always for the little guy, and this is like the little guy's week. It's not the little guy's week. It's not. If it was
0: the little guy's week, then when they win their championship game, they should get something for it other than we're just going to play in a different bowl game than we would normally play
2: in. The only one that that doesn't really matter either way, Memphis UCF. I disagree. I don't think the Pac-12 matters at all. I think the winner, the Pac-12 winner, goes to the Rose Bowl. That is we, a big deal. We believe deal for UCF out there.
0: is going to play in a a game, e- game equal to the Rose Bowl, no matter what.
2: Right? Uh, it won't be equal. It, it won't be the same. So
0: why is it that time out on this preview here? Why is it that <laughs> the Big Ten and the Pac-12 winners get to play in the most prestigious bowl of them all when those two conferences are not even close to the best two conferences in football, tradition. Why is it? because of who their granddaddy was. Yeah, that tradition. It's that's why, that's why I say it's bullshit. Well, last, and I think I mean, last I'm completely was, justified in saying that. It,
2: last year it was Georgia and Oklahoma.
0: No, but that's because it was a part of the playoff system. Yeah, so it had nothing to do with what the Rose Bowl is. Every three four years, that's 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 completely then other different. Other teams get to play in it. That's completely different to what the Rose Bowl is, though. I mean the sugar bowl it, it is, is an liter- SEC bowl. It is literally just and it's just a bowl game. They're no different than the New Orleans bowl that's played in that a month beforehand. All right, the the paycheck at the end of it's better, but other than that, it's it's just an exhibition game. It does not matter. <laughs> Congratulations.
2: This is brought to you by Tunica Mississippi, the South's premier sports gambling destination. They have got six incredible sports books down there. You can find more information on all six of them over at tunicatravel.com. As always, you can go check us out over at winningcureseverything.com. Our social media stuff, picks, previews, uh, everything about us, really, is at winningcureseverything.com. You can also enter the football picks contest over there uh, starting on Wednesday. Go check that bad boy out. You pick 10 games against the spread. You can win some pretty amazing prizes from Tunica, Mississippi. It's good stuff. It's real good stuff. All right, let's jump into it. Game number one, college game day is there. It is the biggest game of the weekend. Probably not even close. Number one, Alabama. Number four, Georgia. Alabama is a 13.5 point favorite. What say you? How do you feel about this?
0: There's a part of me that thinks Alabama is just going to roll. But I, I'd, I'd like it to be a good game. I'd I, like it to be a close game.
2: I originally thought that it was going to be a really close game. The more I look at numbers, the more I just... Dig into this i I think Alabama probably covers the spread, and obviously me being the Alabama fan, I don't want to jinx them a couple of weeks ago. I really thought that georgia would would beat them. I'd like to see it, but i don't I don't know that I'm gonna see it they uh they look really good right now, they look really good right now Alabama does um I mean the numbers are are fairly comparable. Uh, I mean, just across the board, there's a few spots where Georgia is just really, really not good. Um, sacks per game, Georgia's number 102 in the country. Alabama's number five. Like, not good. Uh, opponent pass completion percentage, Georgia's number 89 in the country. Alabama's number five. You know, it's opponent yards per play, Georgia gives up 4.83. That's number 24 in the country. Alabama gives up 4.35. You know, yards per play, like, Georgia's offense can roll. Um. You know, but there's still, like, 7.46 yards per play while Alabama's 8.21. You know, like, across the board, it is, eh. Opponent red zone scoring percentage. Uh, Alabama's number three at 65.44%. Georgia's number one hundred nine in the country, at eighty nine point two seven percent, you know, red zone scoring percentage. Georgia's at number fifty. Alabama's at twenty four. Like I, you know, it's just it, like there's stuff that I thought really would would make a huge difference in this game that I thought Georgia might be better than Alabama, and I I can't I cannot find the statistics that would, would lead to a Georgia win. Now, Georgia could come out and smack them in the mouth. Like, Georgia can run the football really the, well.
0: The offense needs to be, we are going to eight yards of play, eight yards of play, eight yards of play, keep Tua on the sidelines. Then yeah. That has to be the game plan. If that's not the game plan, then their game plan is wrong.
2: Yeah. I mean, that's, that is one thing that you could get in, right? Uh, rushing yards per attempt. I mean, Georgia's at six point two six yards per attempt. Alabama's at five point three four. So maybe, but I mean, they're both still top fifteen in the country. Yep. So, eh, I mean, we'll see. Uh, I don't know. It's just <laughs> there's uh, there's thirty five stats here, and Alabama wins twenty three of them, and Georgia wins twenty or uh, sorry twelve of them, and. The FBS average rank for Georgia on all of them is 31. The FBS average rank for Alabama is 20th. So statistically,
0: I don't think it's going to be
2: close. I just, like, I I saw that line initially and was like, man, 13 and a half, really? But then I start looking at the numbers, and I'm like, oh. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's under 14. It's fine.
2: Like, okay, well, all right. All right, so we'll move off of that. I mean, I, I'm not betting that one. Uh are you is that in your game of picks? No. No. Okay. Um I'm I'm, I'm not I'm not betting on
0: Alabama. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I, there's a chance that I probably will bet on Georgia just because I'm not afraid to lose money and I really hate Alabama, but I'm not giving it out as a pick. I'm not an idiot.
2: It's a, there was a few years ago that, that you refused to bet on Clemson against Alabama, right? No, no, I did bet
0: on Clemson. I was at your house. Yeah, I remember I you were you were
2: still mad about Clemson winning. I which... was I was mad because
0: it literally didn't matter to you that your team lost a national championship game. That that I thought was the shittiest thing I'd ever experienced. Your team just played in a championship game. You're like, Oh well, we'll just win it next year. It's no big deal. <laughs> I was like, This game doesn't even matter to you. This is this is this is why People hate Alabama people. Because well, it we had, does ended, not
2: matter. Like, we had won one the year before, and then we'll we ended the up winning one. Yeah. Yeah, we we came back and won the, uh, yeah. last year. Um, that's the only reason I was mad. I, I
0: wanted thought you, you I to thought feel you, pain and suffering. No, I, I won money on that thing. I won a lot of money. I, I had thought, the over I, and I had Clemson. Both teams scored 50.
2: Yeah. that's. You remember I had yeah. Clemson on just the spread yeah. that night. I know. So, even though we lost, I still won money. <laughs> I know. That's, that's just ridiculous. That you
0: should never prosper from.
2: Um, da, 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 da. Let's jump into Oklahoma and Texas. Same line as it was earlier this year. Seven and a half? Seven and a half. Golly. Now, did you see where the Texas AD said, no, 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 this ain't the Red River. We ain't giving you the trophy back. Like, if y'all beat us in this one, like you just get the Big Twelve Championship, you ain't getting the Red River Trophy back.
0: Well, no, they shouldn't. This is not a this is not a trophy game.
2: That's I, well, I was, it is a trophy
0: game. It's just a different trophy game.
2: Just different trophy.
0: No, yeah, they, oh, absolutely. That if you play in one of these rivalry games where you get a trophy and you rematch for a championship, no, I, I, that that belt is not on line. No, no, we we still beat you in our rivalry game, and we still have all of the accolades that come along with that.
2: All right, so if if Alabama won twenty three out of thirty five stats against Georgia, and Georgia won twelve, okay, how many would you think that Oklahoma won compared to Texas?
0: A lot because they're all offensive stats, right?
2: No, no, no. I mean, it, this is stats across the board: sacks, red zone scoring percentage. Oh, if it's percentage. defense, I bet it's fifty. Da da It's it, nineteen stats for Oklahoma, sixteen for Texas.
0: Yeah, I, I would say it's going to be a so, lot closer if they take any defensive stuff away because. Oklahoma didn't win a single defensive stat on there. There's no doubt in my mind.
2: Uh the FBS average rank for Oklahoma on all stats was 53, for Texas it was 56. Yep, that's the
0: yeah, because one of them is crazy high on offense and they're also insanely low on defense. Yeah. So that makes all the
2: stats kind of even out to 50-50. It's, uh, this uh, some of these stats absolutely blew me away. Opponent red zone points per attempt Oklahoma's number one twenty nine yeah, out of one thirty. No, out of one thirty. Like yeah, they, they are they are almost DFL in they, all these defensive stats. They give up six point one nine points per red zone attempt. So basically they but give up a touchdown thinks, every time somebody gets in the red. Every zone. time.
0: But everybody thinks they can hang with Bama. They're the, they're the one magical team that can beat
2: this unstoppable beast uh, for listen, some reason. Listen to this opponent red zone scoring percentage? Texas? 71.43%. That's number five in the country. That's pretty good. Oklahoma gives up 95.53%. That is number 129 in the country. <laughs> nice. Opponent red zone touchdown scoring percentage. Oklahoma gives up 86.03. Number 130. Dead last in the in the entire country. Yep. Texas is number 36. 54.86. So, yeah. The, here's the deal, right? Texas stylistically... Is a bad matchup for Oklahoma. That's right. You and I were talking in the recap the other day about, you know, you you always side with the team that lost the first matchup in the rematch. I I usually tend to side with the rematch team that lost. And we were trying to figure out, like, well, what's some more recent stuff, you know, whatever.
0: It it doesn't happen often, so it's not like we have a lot of big sample
2: size. But it's going to happen every year in the Big 12. Yes. And it happened last year. Yes, right. right. So last year, Oklahoma beat TCU thirty-eight to twenty in the regular season,
3: mm-hmm.
2: and then that was that was in Norman. That's right. And then in the Big Twelve Championship game, they beat them worse. Worse, yeah, forty-one to seventeen. That's right. Now, Texas. Everybody looks at it. It was a three-point game, et cetera, et cetera. Texas completely turned off their offense after they got up forty-five to what twenty-four.
0: Yeah, it was. A, they were out of hand, and Oklahoma had a pretty big comeback.
2: Yeah, they they scored twenty one points in like the last nine minutes. Like they played prevent defense, all that kind of mess. Texas had that game in hand. I wonder what the difference will be this go round. I don't. Know, Herman is a Herman's a good coach. Like,
0: like, well, and so point, is Todd Orlando. Like that defensive coordinator. Yeah, like, it's like figured this thing that's, out. I mean, they're not a joke. Orlando's going to have his hands full. Okay, Lincoln Riley's going to have Oklahoma ready. Yeah, if there if there is a coach that is going to make sure his offense is on point for a championship game, it's going to be Lincoln Riley and this Oklahoma offense. I mean, they're they are unworldly talented at every part of the offensive football game. Yeah, I I, I just wonder if Texas makes one or two defensive stops, plays ball control offense, but scores. Every time they get the ball, because you can against Oklahoma, then then that's Texas's only way to win.
2: Yeah, I mean it really is.
0: It really is because Oklahoma's going; they're not settling for field goals.
2: No, not, they're just not, not, not at If all.
0: Texas starts kicking field goals at any point in time in the game; they have lost this game. Well, and the other part and then they're going to lose
2: control of the game. The other part of this is turnover margin, right? So if you think that Texas like might just give Oklahoma the game. Like, that's not the case. Texas is number 19 in the country in turnover margin. Yeah, they don't turn over. They, they, they are plus, the plus .58. Oklahoma, slightly different story. They're yeah. number 80 at negative .17. They they they
0: play fast and loose with the ball because of the, the style of offense they play. And Texas plays very safe with the ball because of the offense they, they run.
2: Yeah. Yards per play, obviously that's going to be highly favored for Oklahoma. Okay, absolutely. Oklahoma number one in the country at nine yards per play. Texas five point five two. Not bad. Not not great. Not anything. It's just like right dead middle.
0: But if you're trying to beat a team like Oklahoma, that's what you want. You don't want nine yards of play.
2: No, you want five yards. You of play. want
0: five yards a play. Yeah, and you you want to kill them with a thousand paper cuts. That is the way it goes. Because you want those boys on the sidelines. You want Lincoln Riley with his hands on his hips, waiting to call plays.
2: Yes, you do. Yes, you do. This game is at eleven a.m like every other freaking Oklahoma Texas game. I know
0: i I just can't understand why they have any games at eleven. like this is at eleven is when they should play all these makeup games that that nobody cares about like
2: well that they they did.
0: But yeah, but this game should not be one of them. Like none of the championship games should start at eleven. So they should all start at two thirty or later.
2: East Carolina NC State is at eleven. Yep. Marshall Correct. West Virginia or Marshall, Virginia Tech is at eleven. Correct. That uh, that's fine. Drake, Iowa State, Akron, South Carolina, Louisiana Lafayette, Appalachian State yep. is a championship game, but that's at eleven. That's fine. And then they've got UAB Middle Tennessee at twelve thirty, uh Norfolk State Liberty at one, Stanford Cal at two. And then they clear the schedule for the SEC championship game yeah. at 3 o'clock. And then once that one's done, then we can get back to business. And we've got Fresno. Uh, the, the Fresno 12 and the A&M. Well, the Pac-12 on ACC. Friday. Oh, uh, yeah, Pac-12 right. Pac- on Friday. They do it the day um, before. That's right. So, Fresno at Boise is at 645. Clemson-Pittsburgh at 7. Northwestern Ohio State at 7. So, yeah. I mean, it is what it is. Um, Texas, like, going back to this stylistically, just a nightmare for Oklahoma – Texas is six and zero in their last six matchups against the spread. They've won three of them outright, so it ain't just a given that Oklahoma's going to run away with this thing. No. Nope. Uh, let's move on. Game number three: Memphis against UCF. UCF a three and a half point favorite. I think that line opened at like six and a half.
0: I, I, I saw it at three this morning.
2: Oh, is it all the way down to three yeah. now?
0: Yeah. I think. Ooh. I think the
2: McKenzie injury has
0: completely changed. Well, nobody knows what to expect with UCF. I mean, they are the complete anomaly. New guy could come in, play
2: great, and they not miss a beat, or he I'll could tell you this, just new fall guy, all over himself. New guy last week, like, had South Florida been able to stop the run at all? Could have won. Maybe not one because they were already down That's right. they were quite a bit. pretty far. Um, but – Absolutely. Had they been able to stop the run, they might have been all right. New guy was five out of fourteen. We should know what that guy's
0: name. We can't call him new guy. That's that's complete. Uh, Yeah. Go ahead and go ahead and find that. I
2: apologize.
0: Um, It's on me because I'm the defender of them. (laughs) Should have known that. I'm very upset about the McKenzie injury.
2: Uh, Total offense, UCF is number five in the country, and Memphis is at number six. Total defense, UCF is at number seventy-seven. Memphis is number sixty-six. Uh, turnover margin, UCF number two in the country at plus 1.45 per game. Memphis is 51 at plus 0. 0.17. So, you know, a lot of these, they look like the same team. Like, they just, they look the exact same. Uh, the only difference being uh opponent rushing yards per attempt. UCF is number 79 in the country, giving up 4.47 yards per attempt. Memphis is number three in the country at running the football, 6.41%. I think that Memphis, like, this will be in my gambling picks. And I, I think it would have been the same whether McKenzie Milton played or not. Memphis in the trenches is better than UCF, at least this year. I don't think they were last year. But this year, they are really good. What's uh, what's the guy's Darryl name? Daryl Mack.
0: Daryl Mack. Mack Jr.
2: Okay. Daryl Mack is the new quarterback. Be. We'll see what happens. Now, I, I'll tell you this. Against Memphis's defense, he will be able to run the football. Oh, yeah. Now, Memphis is going to let you run the ball. Um, He will be able to get out in open space and make plays. Le- but he's not going to be able to beat you with his arm, I don't think. Talking about talking about Memphis,
0: is Henderson a legit Dope Walker contender? Can he win that thing? I think he could. I mean, I really do. Because this hasn't been the year where, like, a running back has taken – the country by storm. Well, I mean, who, who
2: are you gonna give it to? Like a that's seven it. and five, uh, Jonathan Taylor. I mean, that,
0: that's what I'm or, saying. Like, or who's
2: who's the other guy that? Uh, like
0: we were we were thinking before the season started, like a running back will emerge from Wisconsin because that's always happens. Bryce. Like Love, Jonathan Taylor's great. Yeah, no, no, it's great, but he's he, you know.
2: But they're seven and five. They're seven and five, and like they haven't looked great. I mean, he he has like, put up some really big numbers against some really bad teams. He's good.
0: But like we thought Bryce Love was gonna be a superstar before the season started because he, he was injured. And he's just yeah, he can't get healthy, he can't look right. Like a couple of guys have looked really good in spots. I mean, Henderson's looked unbelievable all season. That it, it would be big for Memphis to get a dope walker winner.
2: Let's see. I was wanting to look up Jonathan Taylor. Is there
0: any way that right, John, Georgia's guys are gonna like like cannibalize each other, right? Like you, oh, you yeah, can't yeah, give they're they're Swift. not they are not they are not in give that it. That one. To, okay.
2: Um Jonathan Taylor Snell, you think Snell might have a chance
0: to take it away from him? I mean, he's had no more big
2: TV games. It, no, but he's also had some really bad I, games.
0: Yeah, but it doesn't matter. But, I mean, this is he's in a power five I don't think team. he's
2: there's there's
0: three guys and everybody in the country loves to crap on the American conference. I mean, that's just it. They they so I don't know that they're ever going to
2: give a, Jonathan Taylor would probably win it but I think that Daryl Henderson has a legit chance. Uh, Jonathan Taylor, 280 rushes for 1,989 yards. He averages 7.1 yards every time he touches it, and he had 15 touchdowns. Um, I mean, that's that's tough that's, to beat.
0: That's strong. That is really strong.
2: It is. Yeah, it is super, super strong. Um, so, Daryl Henderson, let's jump into I know what he did. Talk,
0: but they, this guy is special, and we haven't talked about him enough.
2: Oh, he's he's great. He is absolutely great, but let's let's talk about Daryl Henderson. Uh, last week, he was twenty four carries for one hundred seventy eight yards. Oh no, yeah, he's, uh,
0: he's been awesome all
2: year. This year, one hundred ninety eight carries, one thousand six hundred ninety nine yards, averaged eight point six yards every time he touched it, and he had nineteen touchdowns.
0: So more touchdowns, less touches, m-
2: and more yards, yards per touch.
0: More yards per touch, and and and
2: a little less on yardage
0: on yards. Now he didn't play against the Michigan's, he didn't play against like the the Iowa's like your bigger or batter or bully defenses. But Eh? I think he's got a legit shot and I think he could really do special things for Memphis.
2: Let's see, who are the Doak Walker finalists? Da-da-da. I
0: would I would venture to say it's those two guys in Snell, right? I don't think it's Snell. You don't think Snell is a finalist? I mean, even if they're not going to give it to him, that dude has been special this year. His his overall numbers might not be those two guys' numbers, but he's been pretty special
2: this year. Let's see. Doak Walker. Finalists are a man Rip, alive. This is riveting unbelievable. Radio. Why do they not do this easier? Uh there's LeGros, uh, yeah. Lou Groza, Ray Guy, but, man, Maxwell. Davy O'Brien. Like I thought this was gonna be easy to pull up. Travis Etienne. Travis Etienne, Daryl Henderson, and Jonathan Taylor. Those are the three finalists. Okay. You think Etienne could win it? I mean the ACC is is maybe worse than I w- you-
0: no, I wouldn't do I wouldn't give it to him.
2: I think it's between Jonathan Taylor and, and Daryl Henderson, and I think they might give it to Daryl Henderson just because hey, this is this is cool.
0: These these guys are special.
2: I yeah. mean they're doing something in Memphis that they've never done before. So you know it's crazy. Daryl Henderson actually averaged eight point nine yards per carry last year. He just didn't get near the touches. No. Uh, let's move on from Memphis Sorry. UCF game number four. Ohio State minus fourteen and a half against Northwestern. Uh, this is one that again, you know, you you think, eh? Like Oklahoma won three more stats than. Texas. than Texas. Northwestern and Oklahoma, they tied in two of them. And, or sorry, yeah, Ohio State and Northwestern, they tied on two of them. Ohio State is better in three more stats than Northwestern.
0: It doesn't surprise me.
2: Their defense is better than Ohio State's.
0: I, 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 I have, I like Northwestern. We're, we're, we're in with those guys. I'm in the tank with them. I've lost a lot of money betting on Northwestern this year. I know my boys from from West Lot want me to stay away from this game. I can't. I can't do it. I, I think I think they can hang. I think they can hang. I think they might could win the game. That's a 14-and-a-half point line. I think Ohio State blew their wad in that Michigan game. That was I think they did. all. That was all uh, emotion and rage and, and desperation of just we're going to – Kill this team. We're gonna play way outside of our head.
2: You wanna you wanna hear something interesting? First off, Ohio State averages almost two hundred more yards per game than Northwestern. Oh, that does doesn't, doesn't surprise me at all. But but check this out. Red zone scoring percentage. They're down there with Oklahoma. Uh yeah, red this is not on defense. I'm talking like oh, offense. Oh no, yeah, Red zone scoring yeah. percentage. Ohio State is number 118 yeah. in the country at 76.6%. Northwestern, 78 at 82.58%. Are you talking about on offense? Yeah. Yeah, okay. That's offense. Okay, I thought you were talking On about defense, defense, it's it's all Northwestern. Yeah, I was just about Northwestern, to Northwestern so much better. So much better on defense. Yep. Um, This is one of those games that, that screams like— I like Pat Fitzgerald. I like that
0: they've known they were going to be in this game for two or three weeks— and Ohio and, he, State and he's found been playing backups, and they're right. still winning. Ohio State found out two days ago they were going to be in this game. Yeah. I like that Northwestern fans have had opportunities to buy up all the hotel rooms and all the tickets for three weeks straight, and Ohio State
2: just realized they were going to be there. Yeah. I think a lot of Ohio State fans didn't know. If that's
0: they it. Would. No, no, not like you could just assume you can win that game. And let's buy them early.
2: Let's, uh, let's move on to the last one. Washington minus six at Utah. Another one of those weird games. Washington's favored by six. They won earlier in the year, twenty-one to seven at Utah, but that was early. That was when Utah was still on the uh, the snide, and then Utah got rolling. Utah's been rolling. I-, I will tell you, Utah is better in eighteen stats compared to seventeen stats for. Washington.
0: That shocks me a little bit. I really like Chris Peterson. I mean, I, I have no idea how he started the season off as weird and wonky as he did and and got them completely out of contention. <laughs> I know that game against Auburn just could have went either way. It was just a weird game.
2: And then they lost to Cal 12-10 to 10 and yeah. benched uh, uh, Jake Browning Chris, for a little bit. They lost on a last second field goal Chris, to Oregon. Chris
0: Peterson is a top five coach in college football.
2: I mean, yeah, he's, give it that.
0: he's really, really good. Um,
2: but that—that that is to take nothing away from Kyle Whittingham, who no. I think is still a really, really good coach.
0: I like Utah a lot. If I had to lean one way or another, um, I, would, I would lean towards Chris Peterson because I have a hard time just betting against him. Yeah. I know that
2: goes against my revenge theory guy, but... I really thought about taking Washington in this game, and then I started thinking about it because I'm like, yeah, Utah's starting quarterback and running back have been out, and yeah, no, you know they didn't look great against BYU, but I think they might have just—I mean, they figured it out. They figured they didn't it out look great late. Early, um, gotta play yeah. all sixty I, minutes, though, man. I think I might stay away from this one. That's in my game one pick. There you go. All right, let's go through honorable mention: Fresno at Boise. Boise, a three-point favorite at home. This is the Mountain West Championship game. Boise on that blue turf. <laughs> They're tough else, to beat, man. They are tough to beat. Fresno. Uh, Realistically, numbers wise, should be favored. They should have been the first time. Well, they were the first time. What? But they, but they lost. Was Boise a home dog? I thought that was a pick. No, game. Boise was a home dog by, by, by three. I remember picking Boise, and I remember winning. Yep, and they won. Yep. Um, but, I but they were pick. a home dog. They were a home dog in that one. Um, this one should be interesting. Fresno's got the revenge factor, but Boise at home. They are playing lights out right oh, now. Tough man. They're tough. Pitt at Clint, or well, Pitt versus Clemson. It's in yeah, Charlotte. That's Charlotte. Uh, Charlotte, which will probably be all Clemson fans. Anyway, uh, Clemson twenty six and a half point favorite. Clemson is like one in six when favored by twenty one points or more this year. They keep giving them big numbers though. I don't feel good about Pitt. Oh, like, you think Pitt's gonna get washed? I think they might. Ooh. Because well, look, it, like. They run the football
0: so well, I just feel like they can make it a lower-scoring game and and kill the clock. If they don't think they can win, just don't get embarrassed. I just don't know that they'll be able to run the ball.
2: Oh Well, maybe not. I don't know. Because Clemson is really good against the run, and if Pitt can't run the ball, they are in some serious trouble.
0: If Pitt can't run the ball, this game is going to be a massacre.
2: I mean, Clemson's like number two in the country against the run.
0: Well, yeah, but that's because they play a bunch of teams that can't run the ball.
2: I don't know, man. It, this line worries right? me. I, I thought about taking Pitt in this one, too. I was like, ah, well, I better stay I'll, away from that. I'm going to do it. Now, of course, come game time, I'll probably be like, <laughs> what the hell? Ah, I may as well. Uh, Stanford minus two and a half at Cal. This one's in my gambling picks. This one's in my gambling picks as well. It's uh, It's in Berkeley. Stanford been on a little bit of a roll here lately. Cal has also looked uh, pretty good. This is a good matchup. This is a good game to have on Championship uh, Saturday. Yeah, this is a good game to have on Championship so, Saturday. What, what what do they call this one? The Big Game or the it, the game is Michigan Ohio State. Yeah, I don't
0: I don't. This has a this has a name
2: like that. I think which, it's like the Big Game. I don't know. So, but it's it's a rivalry. I I like it being this weekend. It's good. I mean, yeah. If, normally you can't because what if one of these teams are playing a championship game? But yeah, I'm once okay they both found out they weren't going to be in it. Yeah, and moved it on over. Let's play this. Uh week. and finally last one, UAB at MTSU rematch from last week. Rematch uh Middleton to see 3 point favorites at home. They beat them up last week. They beat them 27 to 3, but look, Bill Clark held everything back in that game because it did not matter. He's going to be ready for this one. Yeah, I think he will be he did not show them a thing because it did not matter if they won last. I week.
0: I get I get sucked into these things because you you know I, I I'm I'm in the tank with some of these guys, and I'm just not gonna. I'm just not gonna get out. I'm just gonna ride them forever.
2: So you just all in on on Bill Clark. I'm just
0: gonna keep going, and it doesn't matter where he goes or what he does. I just follow him. I like him, and I I think he's an unbelievable man. I think he's an incredible coach. And well, he's and great in. against the spread. Yeah, I've made a lot of money. Man. I think
2: that's part of the reason why you get in the tank
0: with these guys. <laughs> yeah. Well, some of these guys I've lost a lot of money on. Well, this year Pat. Fuente did not help you out. No, Fuente has killed me. Pat Fitzgerald killed me money wise but well you just got to know the right way to
2: bet FitzGerald well, right when you like, bet him
0: all the time and he only wins half of them you, you
2: Well but you, that that's the thing smoked. you don't you don't bet him as a favorite. Eh, well. You can't bet him as a favorite. You only bet him as a dog. If you only bet him as a dog, if you win money. If you're in the tank with him, you're in the tank, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, then there's our college football championship week preview show. We gave you the information you need to be a winner. Go down to Tunica, put your put some action down on your favorite plays. Go to tunicatravel.com to figure out which sports book you want to go to. Go over to winningcureseverything.com, enter in the football picks contest, pick 10 games against the spread. You can win some awesome prizes. As always, hit that subscribe button to help us out. Tell us what we got right, what we got wrong, what you think is going to happen, right down there in the comments. Go check out the gambling picks video. College Football Championship Week Gambling Picks, brought to you by Tunica, Mississippi, the South's premier sports gambling destination. They got six incredible sports books down there. Samstown, Hollywood, uh, Wood, God bless America. I keep wanting to say, like, Hollywood. Don't do like, that. Like pot, <laughs> like jackpot. like So, uh, Hollywood Casino, Samstown, First Jackpot, Fitz Casino, Horseshoe, and Gold Strike Casino. They got more information on all six of them over at tunicatravel.com. So, go check that bad boy out. You can enter our football picks contest, pick 10 games against the spread over at winningcureseverything.com. You can win some awesome Tunica, Mississippi prizes. They have, uh, they have really stepped the game up. They are it, Just go check it out, winningcureseverything.com. Go do that thing. Uh, for the last few weeks, we have put it out there because we have had some people talking trash about our records. All kind of noise. All you got to do, we're going to let you come on the show. But the only thing that you have to do to come on the show is you got to go seven and zero. You put your picks down in the comments. Tell us where you got the line. Tell us exactly what the line is. When you got it, all that kind of stuff. Give me the details. Don't just say like, uh, "I'm rolling with Alabama." Yep. Uh, I'm rolling with Ohio State. Like, don't tell me that. Tell me what number. Tell me what what you would bet it at. You go seven and zero. And this week we're only giving you five. You still got to pick seven, though, if you want to come on this thing. So seven and zero this week. We've been picking seven all year, all year long, seven games. So you go seven and zero. We're gonna let you call in. We're gonna let you tell us about what bowl games we need to bet on. We're gonna let you tell us about the playoffs, all that kind of mess. Last week, our football picks contest, Bruce C. from Decatur, Alabama, went seven and three, won the tiebreaker. He got a hundred dollar gift certificate to Twain Steakhouse and a $50 free slot play over at Sam's Town, Tunica, over in uh Tunica, Mississippi. Pretty awesome stuff. I yep. like it. Uh, if you have been following us on this, we also do an NFL gambling picks show as well. Go check that thing out. Chris, Go check that thing out. I'm making some money over there. Chris is picking at a 62% clip in the NFL this season. Before so one last week. Last week. I went four and three in college football picks in rivalry week. Chris went three and four. I am 46, 42, and three. Chris is 45, 44, and two. We are giving you five picks each this week. There's only like 15 games. So, uh, let's go on and fire this thing off. I- I'm going to guess we've got some of the same games. Well, yeah, because there's not a lot of games to pick from. So, Game number one for me, Northwestern plus 14.5 against Ohio State. Now, I understand Ohio State needs to blow out Northwestern because they are ranked number six in the playoff rankings and they need to jump up and da 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 I think Ohio State blew everything they had on that Michigan game last week. Northwestern is 11-2-1 against the spread since 2014 as an underdog. In 2018, Ohio State is 1-7 against the spread since week number three as a 10-point-plus favorite. Double digit favorite. One and seven against the spread. Ohio State plays these close games. Northwestern's defense tends to show up in these spots. Ohio State, I don't think, will be as emotionally ready for this one as they were. Northwestern has been waiting on this game forever. Northwestern will have really a home crowd advantage in this, I think. It'll I at mean, least so be fifty fifty. Yep. Um Northwestern will be fired up for this. This will be their first Big Ten championship game. They want to go to the Rose Bowl. They are fired up for this one. Uh don't I understand Ohio State's gonna be fired up too. Fourteen and a half just seems like way too many points here.
0: Northwestern plus fourteen and a half. Ohio, Same thing. What Ohio State needs to do and what Ohio State can do or will do are two totally different things. They're just they're just two different things. They haven't Blown anybody out like this in a while? They did it to Michigan, and then they haven't done it since week
2: three. I tell you this: Northwestern's not going to be talking any of that yak. No, so they they don't do that before games. No, it, it didn't. There's nothing for Ohio State to get fired up about. Northwestern's just like, yes sir, no sir. We'll see you on the field. <laughs> They'll be hyped okay. up. They'll be ready to go. But though. they will be prepped. They will be ready to roll. Game number two for me: Memphis plus three and a half at UCF. UCF won 31 to 30 early in the year at the Liberty Bowl. Look, there were some massive Memphis turnovers. Game was in the rain. Memphis was up 30 to 14 in this game. They could have run away with it. They turned the ball over a few times. The the biggest difference right now, there's no McKenzie Milton this go round. UCF number 109 against the run. Memphis is number five in the country in rushing offense. They are number three in yards per rush. Look, Memphis is better than UCF in the trenches this year. Like, on the offensive and defensive line, I I feel like Memphis is going to be fired up for this. Look, I'm here. I see Memphis. I understand that team hates UCF. They are, for whatever reason, this is a rivalry for Memphis. They hate UCF. They are going to be fired up for this game. I'm getting three and a half. I like that. I think Memphis has a chance to win the game outright. I think they probably will. Um, but the fact that I got it at three and hook, I feel pretty good about that. I'm going to Stanford-Cal
0: and give me Cal plus two and a half. Ooh. I think Cal's going to win this game straight up. I, I think Cal's the better team this year. I do. I, I'll take their coach over Shaw. I just think he's prepared that team really well all year. I don't think talent-wise they're as good as Stanford, but I think they are playing just just fine. They're at home. This will be a big game. I, I like Cal
2: in this spot. Game number three for me, Stanford minus two and a half at Cal. Stanford five and one against the spread against Cal the last six years. Stanford two oh and one against the spread as a road favorite this year. The metrics have got Stanford minus six in this one. I think Cal is the exact kind of team that Stanford knows how to beat. They, they are built very similarly, only Stanford has more offense. I think two and a half is way too short here. I'm rolling the complete opposite direction to you. David Shaw knows how to cover. Give me Stanford minus two and a half.
0: All right, I'm doing it. I'm taking all the points for Pitt. Give me, oh my Lord. Give me, the, give me the 26 and a half. Just give them to me. I'm de- I'm just I'm just doing that. All right. I think Pitt's gonna. I don't I even mean, I don't even know if they're gonna keep it close. Twenty six and a half is not
2: close. I mean, look, if if Pitt can run the football, then absolutely. Uh, if they can
0: just run the football in like one quarter of the game, they can keep it within twenty
2: five. Yeah, probably. Um, I mean, thirty five to ten gets you a cover. Yeah, I mean, so so I'm now, I mean, Clemson's like, been
0: scoring a lot more than thirty five. So
2: uh, they might well, have they, to score they did, more than 10, but. they did against South Carolina. But I think Pitt's defense is better. Oh, no, I think Pitt's defense is, you better. know. But I mean, at the same time, like, no, no, no. Eh, Clem- better. Clemson beat Duke 35 to 6. Yeah, you know, like they, yeah, some games they score more than 35, but who knows? And, and Clemson, what, one in seven against the spread? Yeah, it, as a favorite? That's right. Or as, a, as a favorite as a, of uh, more than 21.
0: 20, yeah, I was going to say over three touchdowns. Yeah,
2: I mean, that's a big, big stuff. Uh, Game number four for me, Texas plus seven and a half against Oklahoma. Texas is seven, one, and one against the spread as an underdog the last two years under Tom Herman. Texas is six and oh against the spread against Oklahoma the last six years with three outright wins. Look, we talk all the time about the revenge factor and giving it more to the team that got beat the first go round, how they're going to be more fired up and whatnot. Look, last year Oklahoma beat TCU thirty-eight to twenty in Norman. That was in November, and then again they beat them worse in the Big Twelve Championship Game, forty-one to seventeen. Texas was up forty-five to twenty-four against Oklahoma and gave up a furious comeback by taking their foot off the gas, playing prevent defense, all that kind of mess. You can't do that against Oklahoma. I think he will. I think Herman and Todd Orlando will have learned from their mistakes this go round. I don't expect them to get up 45-24 to again, but Texas is a nightmare matchup for Oklahoma. I think there's a lot of pressure on Kyler Murray and that bunch in this game. Texas is playing with basically no pressure. I like teams in that spot. Seven and a half is way too many points for me. Uh, Give me Texas. Give me the Longhorns. (laughs) Okay, cool. Hook (laughs) them. Well, this is the last
0: time of the year, I guess, until the bowl game that I can do it. So I'm riding with Justin Fuente one more time. One more time. Give me Virginia Tech minus four and a half against Marshall. They I they thought should, about taking They one. should beat Marshall by more than four and a half. They should beat him by a touchdown, right? Eh. I mean, this team has been so weird all season, but they they, they one, should I'm just worried about
2: the emotional factor from one like time, last week. Show up, play with some pride one more time. Marshall is 8-3 and three this year. So, it, it worried me because, like, they're on a three-game winning streak. Like, they're looking pretty good. They're scoring points. I wonder how fired up Virginia Tech. Like, Virginia Tech needs this to go to a bowl game.
0: That's what, nah, I, I think Virginia Tech needs this
2: game. Yeah, I, think, I mean, they, they need it to go to a bowl game for sure. That's why they rescheduled it. Uh, game number five for me. And then you've got one more after this, right? Yeah, one more after this. I have got East Carolina at NC State. I'm taking NC State minus 24. The last three seasons, East Carolina 0-8 against the spread on the road against teams with a winning record. You take out the UConn game, East Carolina has been outscored by 28 points per game in their last six losses. Their last game of the year against Cincinnati, they got beat 56-6. to mm. Uh... NC State is is them. very comparable to Cincinnati. I mean, NC State had more all ACC guys than Clemson did this year. So talent advantage, NC State home advantage, NC State. East Carolina might just be ready to get this season over with. Twenty four seems like a lot of points. Doesn't matter to me. I'm laying all of them. Give me NC State. Give me the uh, the Wolfpack.
0: I-, I went back and forth on this game so much. I'm I'm riding with Chris Peterson. I'm going to take Washington minus six. I don't like betting against Utah. I really like watching this Utah team, but I I just like Chris Peterson. I think he's one of the best coaches in the country. I think he'll have his guys ready to play. Give me Washington.
2: No real reason behind it. Just I like went that.
0: back and forth on this. I wanted to bet this game because I, I'm i going to watch a lot of this game. It's a Friday night game. I, yeah, I I think – I like watching both of these teams. This has been my Pac-12 After Dark like teams if they're playing in it, I'm watching it all the way through. And two defensive minded teams. Yeah, I've seen a lot of both of these teams all year. I I think they're pretty even, so so I should be taking the team with the points. I well, like but both.
2: Washington beat them at Utah
0: by yeah, but by that, fourteen. That early. was early in the season. In a whole teams, different yeah, Utah team. Yeah, this Utah team is totally different. And I like both coaches, but liking one coach and thinking Chris Peterson's a top five coach in the country are two yeah. totally different concepts. I I really really respect Chris Peterson. What he's doing at Washington's pretty amazing. I'm I'm gonna ride with him. I'm gonna bet on them. That's, I can understand that's, that. That's my
2: last pick. It uh it makes sense. It makes sense. All right. Uh, do we want to recap?
0: Yeah, let's roll through.
2: Let's real let's quick. roll through for uh for the last college football weekend of the year. Uh I've got Northwestern plus fourteen and a half, Memphis plus three and a half, Texas plus seven and a half, Stanford minus two and a half, and NC State minus twenty four.
0: Got Cal plus two and a half, we've got Northwestern half a half fourteen and a half. I've got Pitt plus twenty six and a half, Virginia Tech minus four and a half,
2: and Washington minus six. I like it. I like it. All right, as always, we've given you all the information you need to be a winner. Go down to Tunica, Mississippi. Put some action on your favorite plays. Do the damn thing. Go over to tunicatravel.com for more information on all six of their incredible sports books. Go over to winningcureseverything.com. Put in your picks for the football picks contest. You can win some awesome prizes. The prize will be listed up there whenever you go. Uh, Yeah, this has been a, a fairly decent season. Not as great record-wise in college as we wanted, but a whole lot of fun for our first season on YouTube. Sure. We will, of course, be continuing with the bowl season and, and all that wonderful stuff. We'll go through the playoffs, everything else. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. We ain't going nowhere. We're still going to be here doing the show, doing the thing, giving you picks and whatnot. Keep chiming in. Keep doing anything. As always, 7 and O in the comments. You can get in. We'll put you on the show. We'll let you tell everybody what they need to be picking. Because if you go 7-0, I mean, that deserves a little bit of recognition, I think. I think. All right, as always, hit subscribe. Listen to us on the podcast. We will see you guys the next go-round. It's time for the rundown. Remember check out winningcureseverything.com. You can give us a like on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Winning Cures Everything. You can follow us on Twitter at Winning Cures. You can follow myself at GaryWCE.
0: You follow me at Chris B Giannini, C-H-R-I-S-B-G-I-A-N-N-I-N-I.
2: You can also email the show that's Winning Cures Everything at gmail.com. And we now have a voicemail line. That number is 551 226 9899. If you want to call and bash us for talking bad about your favorite team, or praise us, or just tell us about how awesome your team is doing, leave us a voicemail. That number again is 551-226-9899, and we may toss it on the show. Thank you for supporting this show, and until next time,
0: have a good one, guys.
2: Hey, don't forget, subscribe to the Winning Cures Everything podcast on iTunes, and make sure you leave a review.
0: For every 25 written five-star reviews we get on iTunes, we are donating to St. Jude's Children's Hospital and Le Bonheur's Children's Hospital in Memphis, Tennessee.
2: So subscribe and review on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, and all your favorite podcast apps. Remember, the Winning Cures Everything podcast.
1: Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant.